Hello everyone, Jesus here. So let y'all know that I had some microphone issues this week, but I will be getting them resolved before the next show. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one and sorry about the issues. The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 448 to be recorded on February the 12th, 2024. I am one of your hosts, Jesus himself, as we mentioned, Rockstar. Today, I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Denny Chief, Henry Merrill is back. Welcome back, Denny. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. Good to be back talking about games. That's right. And from Little Bit Ohio, the mayor, Steve Williams, here as well. Welcome, Steve. Hey, what's up? How's it going? It's going. Well, welcome to the show, people. We're here. You're here. We're all here. And you can also follow us on the X at underscore horrible gamers. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you listen to us there. You can also find us on Spotify Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher FM, and Pandora Music, as well as Audible Podcast. Go find us and share us with your friends and family and whoever else you want to share us with. But you can also join the communities over at Facebook. We have a Horrible Gamers Podcast community as a close group. Anything you post in there stays in there. And... Join the Discord, head on over to our Discord. The link is in the show notes. Just click on that on your phone or your computer, if you're listening on a computer, and it'll take you right to the Discord link, or like right to the server, and you just sign in and join, follow. Boom. We welcome you, and you're in. Also, real quick, a big shout-out to our Patreon machines over at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers just to put, support the show with the monies, all right? Big money spenders here. Leahy. Thank you, Leahy. Jason Sams. Robert Noble. Chad. Henley. Pochapu. Nipron. Mayo. <laughs> and Evan Big Daddy Tanaka. Thank you to Evan. And just, just Bill Gardner, second of his name. That's it. Just thank you to Billy, second of his name. Thank he's you, not, He's not good enough to be first of his name. So he had a, he had to settle for second. Dang. Oh well. Thank you, Billy. I'm so hard. I know, right? He is the big Steam he's Deck guy. Well, okay. He's joined the OLED family. I, I take that back. He's had a Steam Deck, but now he's got the uh, OLED. This guy spends how much money on tech every month? You think like at least three grand every month, right? Like yeah, actually, like every time like right. oh man, what's he doing now? Uh, what's he buying? Oh, uh, I just bought seven PS5s and I I sold four of them. And and I'm keeping three of them, and then next week, oh, I just sold those three PS5s. Now I bought five Xboxes <laughs> and two Steam Decks. <laughs> so, now he's got he's so, gonna have four Steam Decks before we know it. So every week, this guy's just flipping consoles. Like he's just getting new ones every week. <laughs> Xbox and Microsoft, Xbox and fucking PlayStation. I'm surprised they haven't banned them for logging into so many consoles. Like, so this is the ninth console you logged into this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're tracking your IP. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you logged into nine different consoles. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Billy. All right. Shout out to Billy. And uh, yeah, gentlemen, let's talk about video games and stuff we've been playing. So, pretty much, I've 
for the last two weeks played Call of Duty. Oh, back to Call of Duty, huh? Yeah. You back on that long. train? <laughs> I never got off the train. Yeah, still on it. <laughs> still on the train, all right? Uh, no, you, were yeah, thinking, you, were, you were thinking about jumping a couple of times. You're like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. I've I've played a lot of Call of Duty, man. Like, quite a bit of it. So, yeah, Season 2 is out now. And uh, that's pretty much where I'm at now. We're at Season 2. They've added a few new maps. I want to say about four new maps, maybe three. I don't know. And uh, they added a couple new guns. They've added more skin, like skin packs. There's some pretty cool ones in there now. There's one that's like all animated. Like it's called, I forget what it's called, but pretty much your character looks like a like a Borderlands character, but everyone else looks normal. <laughs> it's like your character running around the map looking like a Borderlands cartoony looking character. And then every time you kill someone, like your gun will say bang or pow. Or like, and then like you have skins for your guns that make your guns look like cartoon. It's pretty cool looking, but you stand out quite odd. Like it's pretty easy to spot you because because you're like a fucking cartoon running around in like a realistic looking world. So there's that. But there's also like a new gun skin as well. Like uh, that's been pretty popular. And I feel like uh, Call of Duty might nerf this one because it's similar to the Groot skin where last year a couple years ago the Groot skin got released and that was pretty much kind of impossible to like spot almost it was really hard to spot whoever was wearing that skin in Warzone like if you were hiding in the shadows you couldn't be spotted uh, because it was like damn near impossible to spot that that person you know what I mean and uh, this new one it's a gun skin but the gun skin makes it to where your gun it's like a nerf gun looking thing but it's all clear, like it, like the like the the shell of the gun is clear, right? So as you aim down sights, you can see more than what a normal person sees when they aim down sights. Because when a normal a normal gun user guy or whatever, normal skin using person, if they use a regular gun and they're aiming down sights, the gun kind of blocks some of your view, right? Because you have the big gun in front of you. It'll block some of the view that you can see with this skin see through. So, so like you can see more. It gives you an advantage over other people in, in a way. Um, I don't know if it's enough of an advantage for them to like ban it or get rid of it, but you never know, right? I mean, they, they might say, you know what? Uh, we, we should like ban this. Why the hell did we release this? Yeah. I assume um, you're, you're referring to like seeing somebody in your peripheral or your direct peripheral. Is that a word? So, you know, yeah, focus in on one, but you see four four other enemies. Yeah, just because your gun lets you see them. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, the uh, so that's one of the skin packs that got released. I haven't bought it, but I know other people that have, and, and they're saying that it's pretty good. So there's that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much Call of Duty for you guys. I mean, the same thing's going on. New season, new characters and stuff. I think they're doing more events this time around. Uh, with the boys, I think that's still going on, but they're also adding some Walking Dead events. So we're um, in the zombies mode. I think the Walking Dead is like a part of that now somehow. I don't know if you guys have seen that trailer that Call of Duty released, but it was like a no, it was like the it, it was like the intro to the Walking Dead, but it was using the Warzone map. But it was just like the, the intro. Music. To it. Yeah, yeah, it was just like the intro to The Walking Dead, like the TV show, but instead of using like the re- re- the assets of the TV show, it was using assets of in-game Warzone map or whatever. Um, 
So I don't know if the zombies in there look like the zombies from Walking Dead or if they're slower or what the deal is with it, but um, that's part of Call of Duty now, I guess. And I believe they're also releasing uh, some skin packs based on The Walking Dead. So uh, I don't know like if they're releasing like some of the characters as skins or something, but I, I'm pretty sure that's what they said they were going to do. But we'll see if that, if that comes to be or not. I mean, maybe I heard that wrong, but I... I'm pretty sure they were going to release, like, a Rick skin, a Shane skin, uh, like, a, what's the guy's name? The Norman Norman Reedus. What the fuck was his name? Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, what was his character called? What was his uh, character called? Yeah. But, yeah, the Negan guy. Negan, they're going to release yeah. this skin for him. And his cool uh, jacket. Yeah, I think they're going to have a few skins for different characters in terms of... Uh, the Walking Dead and Call of Duty. To me, it's weird that they did this. They did this collaboration at this time of the year because it's not Halloween time, right? Like, like it's kind of a weird collaboration, in my opinion. I don't know if is, is there a new season of The Walking Dead coming out or something, or what's going on? Maybe it's just more like, like, hey, you know, Call of Duty does their their regular Call of Duty games with zombies. Why can't we do zombies, right? So they probably thought it I mean, something like that. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that, but yeah, anyways, besides all that, I did end up playing a little bit more of Thronefall. Now, that's a little game that's like a top-down, I would say, strategy, base-building, defense, power-defense type game. Um, so there's that. I played a little bit of that. It has an update now where uh, it added like four new areas, like four new zones, and added some more stuff uh, to it. It's pretty much the same base game with a little bit of stuff added to it. Still not a full release, I don't think. Or maybe it is. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but I did you know, play a little Thronefall, bit more. No, I believe that's early access. Yeah. So anyways, I played more of that. And then I played some... Uh, what the fuck else did I play? No, I played something else. I played more Power World, for sure. I did play more Power World. I haven't gone back to it in about a week, though. But I did play more Power World. I need to get back into it. Uh, I just kind of fell off of it really hard. Yeah, that, and I was like, that I, game kind of dropped a lot on Steam out here. Like, I dropped off of it last week as well. I I just dropped how much time I was putting into it, but I still play it. Um, we'll see if I go back to it or not. I don't know yet. Um, but besides that, I did also play another game that's also an early access that I've had for a while in my library, and that was uh, Starship. Uh, Starship Troopers, yeah. Starship Troopers Extermination or whatever, like the one yeah, that I played around to that on Saturday or Sunday. So, uh, Saturday. They recently released another patch for it, which improved like some stability issues, and it also added DLSS support with FSR three support as well. So if you have a Intel card or whatever, they added that support as well. Intel XEXS or whatever. They added all that shit to it. So DLSS. FSR, and Intel's whatever the fuck it's called. It's all available for it now. Uh, that's the upscaling tech. Uh, so it makes your game, I guess, maybe perform better and uh, adjust the resolution as it's going. Uh, but I did play more of that, and, and that game is fun, dude. Uh, it's really well done. Uh, and I'm surprised so many people are still playing that game. Like, like, it's not dead whatsoever. You can get in there and find random lobbies all the time. Like, it it's kind of crazy, right? Because they don't have a TDM mode. They don't have like a player versus player mode. They, all the modes are player versus AI, like base building, horde mode, uh, 
the hive buster missions where you go in with the squad into a hive and try to blow up the hive. Uh, it's all like PVE modes, no PVP, and and the community hasn't fallen off of the game. So it goes to show, I guess, that it's actually a pretty well done game, right? Like a lot of other games would have had only PVE, and a lot of people would have fallen off of it eventually, you know, like. And this, and this game never had, like, a lot of major hype to it either. Like, it's just been like, oh, we're here. And then if you want to play it, buy it. And people bought it. People played it. And uh, still going pretty good. I'm excited to see what they do with the campaign, if they're going to release one for the 1.0 release. But we'll see about that when it comes. I don't know when the 1.0 release is going to be either. I think they have a roadmap, but I never even bothered to look at it. I just kind of kind of drop in and out of that game as I... Uh, play you know i'll get in there i'll jump in i'll jump out i'll jump in i'll jump out um but yeah it's nothing like killing a bunch of bugs with your buddies yeah yeah it's fun right it is it is fun it is a lot of fun dude when you're all trying to run to the to the escape ship or whatever when it comes to pick everybody up and everyone's like oh let's go and everyone's trying to keep up and run yeah it's hilarious you have the guys in the back that are struggling to keep up and you have to turn around to protect them and try to like heal them. And then people start dying and the shit gets crazy. It's pretty fucking epic. But besides all that, what else have I played? I don't think of anything else that I may have touched or looked at or played. Um, no, I haven't played any more of the Pandora game. I haven't played much else. I mean, it's pretty much been that, dude. Like, i just kind of been jumping in Call of Duty, playing all that shit, and uh, doing that. I've gotten pretty good, like, really, really good at Call of Duty. I've had some matches where I've I've completely dominated a team by myself. So it's kind of crazy to me how the, the matchmaking works. Sometimes I can put into a lobby, and, and these people have no business playing with me, man. Like I, Like, I completely dominate that lobby in every way shape and form and then i'll get into the lobby sometimes where i can't even get a kill i'm like what the fuck's going on i can't even like like i can't do anything everywhere i go i'm getting shot like i was like what the fuck every 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 corner i turn someone's just camping waiting for me and i'm like what the fuck and there's times where i'm the guy doing that to people like every every person that runs into me just dies it's kind of crazy but um is that is that are you telling me that probably uh they're probably just like, let's put it with some people higher. Next time he gets people in, you know, lower rank. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, I don't know. You can't have him lose it all the time. He's going to quit. I've been thinking about playing uh, the ranked mode because there's a ranked uh, league now in the game where uh, you play ranked and it will pretty much match you up with people in your in your rank, I guess, or whatever. Like, it'll it'll give you a few matches to start off with to kind of see how good you are. And then based on how you do on those matches, it'll rank you. And then you'll start playing people in that rank. And then the better you do, you'll move up. The worse you do, you'll get demoted. Uh, I think the maximum rank is diamond or platinum. One one of the two. Diamond or platinum is one of the highest ranks. But there's gold, silver, bronze. And there's like five different ranks, I think. And then in that ranked mode, uh, if you leave a match, it's considered a loss. If you uh, if you team kill and do shit like that, it's considered like negative points towards you. And they have all kinds of special rules for it. Like pretty much the rules that apply to the match are a lot of the same rules that apply to like uh, like like uh, esports. You know, so like 
they'll have certain types of rules where like, oh, you can't do this or you can't fucking do that or whatever, you know. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't really know all the rules, but I know they have rules. And that's if you're interested in playing that. I think there's a reward for becoming ranked and then like finishing the season and whatever rank you're in, you'll get a some kind of badge or calling card or some shit for your fucking thing. Um, but yeah, there's that. Hmm. That's pretty smart way of call. That's a pretty smart way for these game companies to like find out. Okay, they could gather all the data right of all these players around the world, and they could just sell this data to different companies. Like, okay, say if I was a team owner of an esports team. Oh yeah, good point. And I and I went to Call of Duty and I said I want the best goddamn fucking players on my team. All Activision has to do is sell me that data, and they're like, okay, you want some good players? We got a list. <laughs> we are also the best players right now in the world. We want that list. We'll, we'll sell you this list. How much you gonna pay for it? You know. Mm-hmm. And then you just poach all the good players. If I was an esports owner, I would legit be trying to buy that information from Xbox. I'd be like, yo, hey, uh, I, I need that information, guys. <laughs> need an email. Yeah, phone number yeah, it's associated with. Yeah. How how much money is it gonna take for me to buy this list? to find out who the top 15 players in the world are because I'm going to fucking recruit them into my shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at that point, you find out where they're living and then you go for the money. You know, it could be somebody in fucking Thailand, somebody in Mexico, somebody in Canada, somebody in fucking France. And then you get these people together and be like, all right, you guys don't speak the same language, but all you motherfuckers got to do is win. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you guys can't talk to each other. All you guys are here to do is win the goddamn match, and then we'll fucking make money, okay? And that's all I gotta do. That's pretty smart. If I was a fucking game company, I'd be trying to sell all that info. Like, if I was if I was Steam, I'd be trying to sell all the fucking CSGO, like, all that shit. I'd be trying to, all the Counter-Strike information. I'd be selling that shit to the esports companies. I'd be like, hey... <laughs> you guys want to know who these best players are? I got the list. I don't I know. know they're not already doing it, you know? Like, probably yeah, are. they probably are. I guarantee they probably are because I would. That's a smart way to make extra money for these companies, you know? Just fucking sell the info to these these esports fucking things or whatever, you know? And on top of that, you can sell the other info like, oh, these people really suck. Then you sell that info to like fucking Turtle Beach and Razor Gaming. And fucking all this other shit to sell them ads. Hey, so you want to be a better yeah, gamer? Exactly. You want to become yeah. a better gamer? And they want to get this new headset for you. I got, I got this new headset. You can hear all the footsteps in Fortnite. And oh, I need this all is that. the best. This is the best headset, Mayo. We got it for you right here, Mayo. This is the best controller to use for noobs. Yep. That's the. Yeah, and I guarantee all this data is being sold to these fucking ad companies. Like, why wouldn't they sell it, right? We agreed all these stupid fucking EULA agreements and shit that we sign when we play a game. We it's probably read. saying that, yeah, it's probably, all that shit is probably in there somewhere that says, hey, uh, by the way, we can sell all your fucking information to whoever the hell wants to buy it. They call it but, sharing, Jesus. They call it yeah. sharing. Oh, yeah, we share. We don't sell. We share the information. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stare that. They stare how many hours Mayo spent on Fortnite last week. Uh, they just stare that to Epic. They don't. They don't sell it. I right? know nobody sells it. They just share it. 
but yeah, I mean, that's basically my way to make money. I guess that's probably the biggest way that free to play games make money that and fucking loot boxes and skins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's in the EULA somewhere, not even probably buried in there, but you know, if you agree to this, you agree to our information sharing with third party companies, limited, they'll say limited information. Yeah. Limited to your name, your social, your birthday, your email, your address, your IP address, your yeah. location, your approximate location, your actual location. <laughs> like, look at everything, dude. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so all that. <laughs> oh, How shit. often you play, when you play. Yep. Yep. What hours you work, because we know when you work, because that's when you're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah man that, that's pretty much all i've been playing i haven't gone back to battlefield i know battlefield season uh whatever seven now i guess i think that's starting up soon so we'll see what what happens there season seven but uh i'm definitely gonna be playing some more battlefield eventually and uh i was looking at that new game that just came out uh what the fuck's it oh, called hell yeah, Hell Divers. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at that, and that looked pretty cool, man. But I heard it was way more fun in co-op. Like you need to have two other people to play with. I thought that was to all make co-op. it like. I got figured that's what I was telling Gunny. Him and I, I wasn't. Sh- my yeah, do they have AI help? As a no, player, you, I don't know. You can play it solo, but I don't think solo. I think you're by yourself. No, which, no AI companions with you. I don't think so. I think it just makes the game really fucking hard. So. It's easier to play with other people, I guess. Yeah, I've only seen it on like, Twitch uh, with other people. The the Starship Troopers game is kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah, the, yeah, I can see that, but like play, a more more polished. Yeah, yeah, but a more polished version. But yeah, it totally looks like that game because yeah, that's what that's what Starship Troopers is like. You just you're in a fucking base and you gotta defend it against these bugs or whatever, and then there'll be different things going on usually around whatever like there's an objective somebody wants to do or you know and you can join them to do that objective or you cannot join them um pretty pretty straightforward stuff there um but i'm gonna pre-order that other game you told me about rise of the, the ronin oh yeah that game looks really good when the fuck is that coming out uh i don't remember march right a little ways away, yeah and i know that i know that uh skull and bones comes out this week but i will not be yeah, buying I, it but i I believe there's but a I, demo too. You can try out. There was a, a there was an open beta this weekend, and I I missed it. Oh, I that's what it was. One, and I downloaded it, and it was on the last day. And then I got sidetracked, and I went back to log on that evening, and it was already too late. So yeah, I didn't yeah. really look into it, but I haven't heard anything about it either. I have. I just heard not good things. Like it wasn't fun. So yeah, just basing that off of one podcast. Um and previous. Yeah. But I, I, I will be playing that. I'm going to sign up for the Ubisoft Plus premium package yet again and uh, get, give that a whirl, right? Like, why not? Ubisoft yeah, doesn't want me to bucks. own it. Yeah, Ubisoft, play, really, um, Ubisoft told me. To they told me, Gunny. They told me. They don't, we don't want you to own our games. Right. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we encourage you to pay that 15 Yeah, just get on the $15 train, man. We don't want you to own these games. Just pay us 15 bucks. It's cheaper than Game want. Pass. You can do it. Jesus, they want you to keep paying them 15 bucks. That's oh. the key, right? Like yeah, Xbox, right. keep paying. PlayStation, no, see, I, same thing. PS Plus, let's go. I paid them, them 15 bucks and then I try to cancel right away. That way, 
I play it for a month and then I get bored of it and then I'm over it. Right. You're not going to finish yeah. it because their, their games are so long. Like all the Assassin's Creed games. Oh, are dude. So big anymore. Dude. I'm like, holy cow. It's like fucking they, 400 like, hours to beat a fucking game. He's going to beat this game. He's going to be playing it for six months, you know? Yeah. We put all but, this um, massive size in, but there's no real crazy content, you know? It's always the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. But besides all that big news, I apparently have a Steam Deck, but I don't have a Steam Deck. You do, but you don't. How does that work? I do, but I don't. So I, I got a Steam Deck for Christmas for my girlfriend, and uh problem is she shipped it to California. Because that's where we were going to celebrate Christmas. Well, that's where we did celebrate Christmas. So she shipped it there. But when she shipped it, when she bought it, it was November, right? And that's when it was back ordered. <laughs> so, so they told her it won't arrive till like February, maybe. Well, comes out that the shit arrived last month in December, late December. And now, now it's fucking, it's been there for over a month. And it's just been chilling there. And hopefully it can come here soon so that's what happened it's fucking shitty oh well hopefully it you'll get out. it soon yeah yeah but uh yeah the uh too bad i wasn't too close to there right i mean but still they got to ship it up there or i yeah. have to bring it you had gonna go pick Oregon. it up he would have yeah, he yeah. It. i don't know he would have traded, it. traded his out he'd been even like oh look you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which yeah, one had the bigger model if you guys wanted smaller storage or not but you got the oled right jesus you just got the smaller yeah. hard drive i think so i think i got the middle one isn't there three versions like the 256 five and then one terabyte yeah so probably the 500 gig yeah yeah i think that's the one i got but yeah man i don't know <laughs> so maybe i'll get to play with my steam deck sometime in the next couple of weeks i yeah it's just been sitting there yeah, because she told me she told me here like a, like a week ago, like a few no maybe a week ago, she was like, she was like, hey, uh, have you seen a box at the house? I'm like, nope. She's like, uh, well, it's this thing that has been delivered like a month ago. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, what do? Well, it didn't get delivered here. That's for damn sure. And then sure enough, she saw it and she was like, oh fuck, it got delivered to California. And then. Fair enough, her, her like uh her great uncle, he's like an older man, you know. He signed for it and he just set up by the TV. So said, hey, did you sign for a package like about a month ago? He was like, Oh, you mean that box by the TV? It's up there. <laughs> and then like, and then, like, you just signed for a month there? He's like, Yeah, he's like, I just yeah, he's like, I, I signed for it and I left it there. And no one noticed it for a month. There was just chilling by the TV, just no one no one's fucking noticed it. No one's been like, oh, what the fuck is this box up here? So I like thinking, well, she'll be back eventually. She'll pick it up. <laughs> yeah, like, what As, the fuck? It has her name. If, if they want it, they'll call for it. Yeah. yeah. It, must, it must not be anything important. It's just whatever. Probably go throw it out. <laughs> Put it in the garage. Oh, shit. But yeah, man. So hopefully I get to play with that eventually when it comes here. Um, but yeah, that's really all I've been playing, man. I, I really just been in a lot of a lot of Call of Duty matches, man. Like so many mail. So so many matches, mail. Constantly like people getting killed, people getting like mad at me, people calling me a bot. I've had a few people tell me I'm fucking hacking. People get really, really angry. Playing against some clans. They try to make fun of me because of my name and then I fucking wreck them. 
that's the funniest part to me is when like I get in a lobby and people are like, oh Jesus work oh, that's a stupid name. And then I proceed to fucking destroy their whole team like by a by a lot. And then they just set up at the end of the match there's no talking. It's just like, oh fuck. <laughs> just like, oh, are you talking? Are you, are you saying now what or what? Now what? <laughs> no, no, I just I'm just laughing at them my by myself. I don't really talk I don't talk to anyone. I'm just like whatever. I'm just fucking laughing at them. And I'm like, yeah, you fucking losers. Like I just fucking wrecked your whole fucking clan. The entire clan. All you fuckers had a clan tag, the same clan on your team, and you all got fucking destroyed. And I'll have like a shitload positive KD, like a fucking 3.0 KD. It's like, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. How many times have you been reported? I don't know. I've probably been reported a couple times, I would say. Probably. And they probably check your gameplay and stuff. Yeah. Like, nah, he's legit. He's yeah, good. They, could, they, could probably, they could tell I don't cheat. I mean, I just, I obviously get killed, you know, quite a bit. It's just, like I said, sometimes I get in the zone, man. I get in the zone mail, you know. You, you get in those matches, right, where you're, like, in the zone, you're just like... Oh, yeah. Everything that moves, you can just detect it, like, right away. You're like, oh, I know that person right there, a person right there, a person right there, and it's just, like, fucking, like... You're like the goddamn Terminator, dude, just auto-locking on everything. Like, it's, like John Wick running <laughs> through there. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I really want to... Um, I want to get back into Starfield. Uh, the new patch seemed pretty legit. A lot of people are liking it, and apparently it improved a lot of things in the game. Oh, I did go back to one game, though, speaking of Starfield, a game that I, I kind of, because I saw a video about Starfield being compared to this game, I went back to this game. That's what game it was, man. Yes. I know what one it was. My, one of my most favorite games of all time. That you played on the PS4. One of my most recent favorite games of all time. Mm. It's not that old. And it still holds up very good to today. Think about it, man. What uh, game just came I'll out do. a few years ago? Death Stranding? No, that's a good one. I should go back to that. Did you play it on PS4, Jesus? I can't remember. I, played, I thought you did. On Xbox, I, right? Or no, PlayStation. That's where it came out exclusive. I played uh, this game. Exclusive. No, I played this game on PC. Was it Outer hmm. Worlds? Outer Lands? Nope. No, oh, yeah, it wasn't your favorite game. Though. That was like... Oh, yeah, what's a game that I really love, guys? Come on, I talked about this game forever. You, you talked about forever. Uh, no, but dude, this game was like oh, no, this game was forever. I'm saying this game was a video was a TikTok made of this game being compared to Starfield. People were saying, Oh, Starfield is like this game, but then they showed the gameplay of both of them and Starfield can't even hold a candle to this game. It couldn't it couldn't even get close to what this game was achieving. No Sneeko <laughs> likes it. I don't like it. What game, Danny? Oh my gosh! Now I hold on. I'm trying to think of what the hell it is. I I totally forgot the name because I couldn't get uh, into it. Oh come on! What, what's the next biggest game coming out in the next year? What's the biggest game? Who makes that game? The this next year? biggest game? What's the biggest game coming out in the next two years that has all the hype right now? Uh, GTA yeah, Five Six. GTA Six. Red Dead Redemption exactly. Two. You played. Yeah, fucking right. I played Red Two. Because I saw some people as video. People were saying that. Starfield's physics were compatible to Red Dead Redemption 2. And then they saw like, people eating at a dinner table, right, in Starfield, and they're like trying to cut their meat or their food on their plate. And I honestly, they're just moving a knife and fork back and forth on the fucking plate, and then nothing happens when they go to take a bite. Like, 
the food still looks the same on the plate. And then they showed a then they showed a video of like a diner in Red Dead Redemption Two, like some like the character walking into like a saloon where people are eating, and you can just stand there and watch the guy cut up a steak, and it'll actually cut the steak as he's doing it, and he'll pick up a piece of the meat with his fork and actually eat it, and then the steak will diminish the more he eats, the smaller the food gets on the plate, and like. And they're saying, "Oh fuck!" If you were trying to compare these, like these little physics that Starfield has to this fucking game, like, like, dude, if you talk about immersion and like attention to detail, there's not many games that do that what they did. That's why, like, GTA Six sounds pretty exciting to me, man. Because I think we're going to incorporate a lot of that shit into GTA Six. Like, people don't try to think about it as much, but if you think about all the effects they invented for Red Dead Redemption 2, I guarantee all that shit will be in GTA 6 and probably improved upon, you know? Like, just the, the fucking, the different details of the footprints you leave in the fucking snow or the mud, like how your character gets dirty as he walks through mud or when he walks through grass, you know, you can see the blades of grass folding down. All the shit will probably be in GTA 6. Yeah, I can definitely see that being in the single player. But yeah, you can go back that, to Red Dead Redemption. But I'm not even kidding, guys. Going back to Red Dead Redemption 2, I picked up somewhere, like, for some reason, I lost my save file where I beat the game. So I picked up in the spot where I was about three quarters into the game, or, or maybe a quarter into the game, or halfway almost. And just going into that world and being in that world for, like, I don't know, I was in there about an hour, and all I really did was, I went fishing, then I, I tried to rob a train, and then the train went into a town where, it, like, it wouldn't let me pull out my gun, because it said that, that Dutch told us to not pull out guns in that town, and and I was like, what the fuck, like, like I don't know, so then I couldn't kill the guards, because the guards were all fucking me up, and then I went to Sam Plantation, and I shot everyone, and, uh, yeah, man, like fucking, I really, really like Red Dead. I, I like it a lot, Gunny. It's a damn good looking game. I don't know why I don't go back to it more often. It's um, too fucking yeah. good. I still think it's hard on my PC. It's it, it fucking holds up. Like if you look at it on max settings on your PC, dude, it's like you could if the, like you can really say I didn't come out this year. It looks so fucking good. Like. It is crazy to me how good it looks compared to like all these other new games that just came out. Like even compared to like what tell me some new games that just came out. What's some new uh, games like Alan Wake or something? Yeah, like Alan Wake or something. This game still probably looks as good if not better than Alan Wake. Well, it looks good but, in the open world as well. I would say it's more of like a Hogwarts Legacy kind of game because it's a big oh, yeah, yeah, it's Alan Wake so, is a very linear game. Yeah, it's so fucking good looking, dude. And like, a, like you said, man, it's open world. So, like, you got to think about all the crazy shit going on in the world in that universe that they built. And it's all happening at the same time. And it's just fucking crazy, dude. Like, And then, like I said, the attention to detail, the immersion that's in the game is nuts. Like, like say you go and you hunt a, like a rabbit, right? And you kill the rabbit and you hang it on your horse. If you just... If you just ride around with that fucking rabbit on your horse for like, I don't know, say about a week in game time, two weeks in game time, the fucking rabbit will decompose as it's hanging on your horse. It, it, it'll go from being eatable meat to like, just like a carcass. Like, 
like say the last of us or like anything that Naughty Dog made uncharted or even like any series that PlayStation made, like even the wild, uh, the horizon series or, or whatever, like even all those series as good as they are and those games as good as they are. And when it comes to the detail and those games are very well done, they're still not as immersive as Red Dead Redemption 2. It, it just doesn't get close. So to me, that's why I think GTA 6 is going to be fucking huge. It's going to be massive, dude. Like, it's probably going to break the, the world record for most games sold in 24 hours again. Not only that, but I thought it was a little bit lower, but it it's not confirmed yet. But the budget for GTA 6 is around $2 billion, with a B. <laughs> I thought it was a billion, but apparently no. Like, it's going to be closer to two. $2 fucking billion, dollars, dude. That means at launch, they're expecting to make over $2 billion. Within the first 48 hours, you think? Or the first week? That, that I mean, that has to be a goal. Because, I mean, no company is going to pump $2 billion into a project without thinking. Well, it'll just be on consoles at first, right? So probably the first week. That'd be that'd be something. I probably got to make at least a billion the first oh, week. More on, than that. On more Xbox than that. Because you think this, this time around, dude... I think this time around, the online part of it, it, it'll be available day one. And they'll say, oh, GTA Online, you guys want to keep playing that on GTA 6? Well, it's available day one. It's not, oh, we like two months like we did for oh, okay, GTA yeah, 5. Yeah. Right. Do you remember GTA 5? It, it launched, and then it was like a month later when the online launched. Remember that? Yes. The next one, I think it's going to be same day with microtransactions and everything. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe like, oh, we'll launch it the day after we launch the game. So you have one day to fuck around with the single player. So at least we all know you tried it. And then go play the online or whatever, you know? That sounds but, that sounds better. I've seen other games do that, right? Where they say single player online is the day after or something. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it, dude. I will buy that game probably five times. And you probably will too, Gunny. We, we I'll probably, probably buy it will. twice. Yeah, me and Ryan will buy it on Xbox, and then I'll I'll buy it on on PC. So here's the question, Jesus: Does it come to the Rockstar launcher first, or do they put it on Steam first? I buy it on PS5, then if I buy it on the Xbox, then if I buy it on my PC. Yep. I'm assuming I'm assuming it'll go to the Rockstar launcher first. Yeah, the question is: Is how long? I'm just curious, like how long before they, you know, say, "All right, now can come." I'm just curious how long they'll keep it exclusive on that launcher. Well, I don't know how long was Red Dead exclusive to the to the Red to the Rockstar launcher. No, so that okay. If you remember, I think it was two or th- two a month later or two months later that the that the launcher was invented. Yeah, I don't remember how. Because uh, uh, I it researched stood. it about a month ago. Jesus, it came out like I think it was a month after Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, oh, the question is, yeah, but it. I don't remember. I'm trying to think of the timeline between. Because even if you buy G, even if you buy GTA Five on the Steam page, you have to download the Rockstar Launcher to launch it. Is that type of game, isn't it, Mail? Where if you own 
if you own GTA Five on Steam, you still have to have the Rockstar launcher to use it. Yeah, that's that's like how I think one of my games are. I can't remember which one it yeah. is, but I, I mean, I have I have GTA Five. I think actually I have that one through Steam, and then Red Dead I have separate on just a you know through the yeah. Rockstar launcher. But I think GTA Five I have on Steam, and it it just automatically launches the Rockstar launcher. Yeah, so I'm assuming it'll come that way. But anyways. That's a lot of play, man. What have you been playing, Mail? Oh, man. I've been kind of bouncing all over the place. So, uh, uh, biggest thing I've been playing this week, Jesus, is I played a lot of uh, The Last of Us 2 remake on PS5. Uh, still okay. grinding through that game. I have made it to uh, basically, I think the PS5 says it's like 50 some percent. And I just got to the point where I met up with Abby at the whole uh, at the rainy scene. Like you do the boat and you get to this little uh, amusement park and it's rainy and. You, when you first come across Abby, and then it does like the whole like goes two years back, and now you're playing as Abby. I'm gonna assume, I don't, at this point, from what I, a little bit I've talked to you guys about the game is well, I'm gonna play it as Abby, and it's gonna kind of lead up to the point where those two met up, where Abby and Ellie meet there at the end, where yeah. right before it flashes back. So I pretty much just got done doing that. So I've been I've been playing it for a little while. Um, I can see how some people might think of like, oh yeah, the game kind of drags on because it did feel like it dragged on a little while to get get to her and now i'm playing the whole part with her trying to get to where basically where ellie was gonna be at where they meet up but uh it's interesting to maybe see if it's from the other side you know i think it's it's very weird like how big and buff she looks <laughs> i'm like she's like ginormous i don't know if they answer that in the game or not if she like dedicates time to like building herself up to get revenge or what but she's yeah very you know a little big, older a little taller a little wider yeah, yeah she's very wide very strong <laughs> looking very- very manly looking. She looked like she yeah. looked at my ass. I mean, oh, yeah, she, sure. she could beat most men up, I think. Yeah, so that <laughs> that's kind of like in the flashback, the one flashback they showed, you know, she looked a lot more feminine, but then, like in the newer parts of the game, she looks very, very strong, you know, very broad and strong. Yeah, very fucking buff, dude. Like that fucking shit. I'm just throwing all fucking toned up and shit. Like, goddamn. Right. <laughs> She like when it comes, she went like Shaw She Hawk on you, you know. She's like the yeah, no shit. She fucking, she's like stronger than the like her guy friends and shit. She's fucking big. Yeah, go through there and I'll be running across the clickers and just tearing them apart because I'm her, you know. You know, you're like ah, she turns green and but uh, no, the game is good. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, we just kind of casually sit and play in the living room. The girlfriend likes to watch because she got into the TV show. I know I mentioned that before in the show. But yeah, she's she's kind of into it, but it did get to a point where the one night we were playing and and like I'm playing through it and she's watching, and it was like at the hospital basically, like when we kind of first get to where we thought Abby was at, or it was kind of it's not like a, maybe it wasn't a hospital, but it was something like a hospital or like a TV station part, and there's like kind of multiple floors and stuff, and you're going through and there's a lot of enemies there, and I was really struggling for weapons and ammo like the whole time. It was like one or two bullets, you know, here and there, and constantly switching guns and trying to make do with what I had. And the girlfriend was like, "That's this is stressful." She's like, "I'm just going to bed." She's like, "Go ahead and beat this part, and then just pause it from there, you know." And then she's like, "I don't want to watch anymore." So I finished like that area, got out of it, you know, and then did all the combat part of it. So then I think the story continued from there. But but she was like, "That part was tense," you know. She's like, "It's got to be like a Resident catch- Evil, right? It's got to be yeah, Resident Evil like, style." She's like, "You could never catch a break," and that's what I want to play next. I have Resident Evil Village on the Xbox, and I think it. I bought that on my One X, but I think that will that automatically upgraded the Series X version. Uh, what game? Uh, Resident oh, Evil Village? Village. I no. believe so. What? No, 
Because I thought in my library it shows the X and the S on it, but I didn't know if it would upgrade or not. Oh, it's oh, a third party, maybe. so probably not. I don't maybe. know. I would check. Yeah, you know, like when you look at your digital library and it has like little corn on the corner, it has like an X and then it has a slash and then it has a yes. It kind of tells you. It's yeah, some do and some don't like it has that party. Yeah, but I haven't tried to download it and and run it like I won't wait till I get past The Last of Us first. It might ask you actually, you know, like, hey, you own the is an automatic upgrade or whatever. But either way, the game looked pretty good on my OLED back back in the day when I remember that first came out when I bought that on my Xbox One X. So I'm sure it's going to look good still and play even better on the series x so you know i played on the oled in the living room so i think when we beat this i'm going to go ahead and download that and let her see resident evil village once and see what she thinks of that she likes that suspense Mm -hmm. kind of stuff she just was like this last time she was like this is intense like i'm just going to bed (laughs) you know i thought i'm like all right but uh after she went to bed i ended up firing up i've been also been playing like i've been bouncing back and forth between that and uh god of war ragnarok um, I still have been playing that game. Still not really feeling it though. But like, it's just kind of something to play in the living room. I like sitting around. It's just all the puzzles. It's like you go into a room. Okay, how do I get over here? You know, how do I get over there? If the game had a lot more steady action, I feel like I'd get a lot more into this game. But it's really easy for me to just like walk away from it. Like I could just like not play it. I'm only playing it because I'm just kind of like, eh, find something to play right now. You know. Yeah. But let's see if this grabs me later. And I got to the point now, and I don't know if you played any of this or not, Jesus, but or or Gunny. I mean, the, the I got up to the part where basically, um, where I met. Oh, what's the evil sorceress girl name? The one that's trying to kill you in the beginning. Oh fuck! I I just had it. Fuck. Anyways, you kind of meet up. With, you meet up with her, and she, with the boy Atreus, he goes and meets up with her, and then and you like warp out, or no, he does something on his own, and you come back, and then he, she ends up with. You know, uh, your main character, I can't think of his name. Well, Kratos. And uh, you're going through like this forest area. So it's like you go to, and it's like uh, these living trees and mushrooms and all that stuff around. And that's where I'm at. Like, and I just kind of stopped right there. I'm just like, again, it's, it's just puzzle after puzzle. It's like, oh, you need to get over here. You need to figure out how to open up this thing. And, you know, it's just like the, the combat yeah. is fun. It's fun when you do it. It's just few and far in between sometimes, you know, and, and sometimes I, I just want I that think, more action based. I feel. Yeah, I think that part where you're at me, I think you just that's when you meet up with uh, the dwarf, whatever they're called, like the vendors or whatever. They upgrade your weapons and stuff. Yeah, I've been with them mm-hmm. a couple of times off and on. I just got done doing the right before that was the part where Atreus meets. He, he like gets into a fight with his dad and he goes to his room and he kind of dozes off. But then he has like this. I'm assuming it's like a dream. I'm seeing he meets this girl and you're riding this little like bull looking thing through the marsh and you're collecting these fruit and then you end up fighting a giant because uh, she was taking the souls of animals and you take the soul out of a, uh, of a giant because they're like in these marbles you find out and you put it in a snake and it goes away. Like all that stuff just recently happened. So if it draws mm-hmm. any, I, I don't know how many hours I'm into it. Or I don't know. I haven't played much of that game at all. I think it I played just, the intro. It just, it just does not grab me. The first one, you know, the 2018 one did pretty well, like keeping me involved. But I just feel like it's more of the same. I'm just kind of like, yeah. eh. you know, it's something to play. Kind of interesting. I was thinking about there. playing, uh, I was thinking about playing that Horizon Forbidden West game. Yeah, but... I, I do that as well. Like, uh, I have it. I have a physical copy. That's like one of the few games I ever bought. I don't know why I bought a physical copy of it. I was just in the store. Actually, I have it right here by me. And, uh, like shortly after I bought it, it went to the PS Plus, so like you can play it on there for yeah, you know, yeah. Like no, yeah. Don't open the package, right? You can keep that. 
Oh, it's already opened. Yeah, like I opened it and downloaded it. I thought I was gonna play it right away, and I just never got to it. Like some of the good games when the PS5 came out, and yeah, you know, I just and um, but besides that, that's all I've been playing on the PS5. On the Xbox side of things, I've pretty much been playing uh, Forza Horizon, or not Horizon, but uh, Forza Motorsport. Um, just been kind of chipping away at that game just a little bit, just just for some fun racing here and there. Been playing that again on the Xbox Series S, X on the OLED. And uh, the other night I was kind of bored, and I was sitting in here in the living room, or in the bedroom, and I decided to download that and put that on the PC, Jesus. And I'm like, you know what, it'll probably run a little better on my PC, and, and we'll see how it looks and stuff. And it, it it did. It run it ran better. It has a frame rate counter, and so I'm getting about 90 frames with the game on max settings. So it's you know, which is it's a good looking game, and it's got built in ray tracing and everything. So 90 frames is pretty decent. What, what I feel. Email. Uh, Forza, Forza Motorsport. Okay. Yeah. And so I've been playing that, and I'm playing it on my 1440 monitor. My my son borrowed my 1080p 280 hertz monitor. He traded me out. He's like, here, have my my Hobo 144 hertz 1080p monitor for a little while. So he wanted to borrow that. So I, I'm using my 180 hertz, um, 1440 monitor, my primary monitor right now. So everything's all my game has been at 1440, which this graphics card has done pretty well with that. But um, so I, yeah, I downloaded that on the PC, played through it on the PC, did a couple races, having a good time with it. Um, there's like a bunch of races across the top. Like when you go in your your season, it has like all these like pre-done types of races. They're kind of long and drawn out sometimes. But I'm on the last one, last set on the top row. And it's kind of like, like like almost the last set. It's like the performance car set. So I have like this really nice little Porsche Carrera S and stuff like that. And so it's 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 a good game though. I'm, I I really enjoy the racing in that game. It just you know again it's it's a game that makes me tired though. Like that driving just like continuously driving around the track. Yeah. And if I'm sleepy or at all, whatever that that stuff makes me tired. I'm like you know want to go to bed or whatever afterwards. Yeah, really. <laughs> I feel like it's, I've been um... driving forever. You know, like that's something like, for example, like the standard Forza game, which I haven't touched, by the way, um, you know, due to Power World. But yeah, that's something I got to play like early in the morning because you, you're right, man. If you've got to do 20 laps or whatever, uh, not 20, that even that's a lot. But 15, it's like, well, wow, the, that's yeah. And this this one here, it's like five laps. They can take a while. They can be like three minutes, two minutes, two to three minutes a lap. And but you got to do the yeah. practice as well. So it's like three, sometimes three, sometimes two laps of the practice. And then sometimes it's usually like four or five laps of the actual race. Yeah, so you're doing it like, neuro, you're doing like seven or eight laps, and you got to figure like three minutes a lap, two minutes a lap range. So, is it Nuremberg or whatever? It's like the super long oh, track. That, it's oh, like, yeah. that, that, that track my gosh, huge. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it, it's a fun game. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. And it had pretty decent graphics settings for the, for the PC being an Xbox, you know, port. Um, I did have DLSS. It does have like, uh, some settings, but some of the stuff was kind of weird. Like they have stuff like you don't see really often, like the way it handled a couple of things. Like there's a lot of stuff you can just put to auto. So basically, like you just don't want to do the settings. You just let it do its thing and figure it out. Um, but it, it it's not a bad game. I've been enjoying it. And then uh, besides that, I've been jumping back and forth to uh, Baldur's Gate three. Some time to just kind of chill over here at the PC. And that game is uh, just kind of chugging along. I finally finished the first act. So I got into the second area, and so I kind of I stopped right there the other night, and I have not, not jumped back on since. But uh, finally, out of the first act, I, I pretty much did every mission I could possibly do. And probably probably the most rewardable thing was is it wasn't rewardable, but I just kind of felt like I cheated a little bit. Was like I had to fight the witch. Do you know who I'm talking about? The uh, the lady who's supposed to help you with the cure, and she had like people like held captive, or whatever. And it, she was a pretty hard fight. She uh, I don't know if you've done this fight or not, Gunny, but she makes like four or five copies of herself. 
Yeah, she'll make like four or five copies of herself, and the girl you're trying to rescue is in this uh, like bird-looking cage, kind of floating over a pit, and they light it on fire, and you have to put it out. And unfortunately, my game saved like right as I was coming into combat, and so with the people I had and stuff, I didn't have any way of putting out a fire. I didn't have any water spell with me, so I couldn't. I had a frost spell, so I could try to freeze it, and it doesn't have any effect on it. So you could only use a water spell. So she ended up like the cage ends up catching on fire. And it burns and breaks, and she like just falls to her death. So she ended up dying on my game, the girl I was trying to rescue. And then the witch, the cool moment I had in that game, was she's a hard fight. She'll split herself up into four or five copies of herself, and you have to figure out which one she is. And I was able to figure out which one right away. And um, there's the same hole that the girl falls in from the from the hanging from the cage. I was able to actually get her pinned by that hole. And I was able to use your, one of your little bonus moves to just shove her in the hole. So you just do a two-handed push. And she just falls in the hole and it's just instant death. So you get the achievement for it. But she had like 180 health or something like that. So she had a ton of health compared to my characters who have like 30, you know? And so she was she was a tough fight, but I was just able to just knock her into the hole by just shoving her. And so then she just fell to her death, which I didn't get the items that she was carrying. But uh, there's still plenty of things like around there. I don't know what she was carrying or what, what I would have gotten out of that. But that's just the beauty of this game. It's like you can do so many things, whatever, you, you know want to do you may miss out on something you might miss out on a weapon or some gear or potions or something like that but but you can just do whatever you want and kill whoever you want or any way you can you know so just me just kind of getting away with an easy one they're just knocking her in the hole let her fall to her death so but that game has been right. good i I've been, I've been enjoying it it's very slow you know but it's it's still an interesting game and kind yeah of figure out what's going on and just the openness of it i'm always curious to see how things are going to go and stuff that's a game I'd like to go back to eventually. And then just the last thing I've been playing like the last two days, I get with yesterday, I got a hold of, uh, I was talking to Ryan and Ryan talked me into playing some Fortnite. So we jumped on and played some Fortnite. We're trying to get Gunny on here to play with us, but he didn't, he didn't come on. I don't know what he, uh, I was watching there. the Super Bowl. I saw you guys chatting, but yeah, oh, we were yeah. watching the game. I had, uh, yeah, son he, had he, a friend over. Yeah, he was like, Oh, trying to get Gunny on too. But yeah, we, we did some duo runs and, uh, it was actually kind of a little fun. We had, we had some fun going through, we were getting lots of kills and, killing a lot of people and he was showing me some of the weird things and the game is it was very foreign to me at first there's like so many odd things they're doing a whole ninja turtle event right now so it has all the ninja turtles and it has like these weapons you can pick up from the turtles that are really crazy strong and then you can also like uh go to these bases and they'll have characters like uh from the ninja turtles this game around you know and you can talk to people and they'll give you some health but you can go to like this uh this layer basically the turtles or it's in this uh tunnel and there's a whole bunch of weapons in there. So you can go in there and it's like a it's like a vault. So you go in there and you got all these really good like high level ARs and, and sniper rifles and shotguns and stuff. And you can go in there and grab some weapons, but it's like a very hot area. So you go in there and you know you gotta try to kind of fight your way out. But uh so we just kinda had a little bit of fun messing around with that and it, it's been fun. I've actually played a couple of rounds by myself. I did a couple of solo rounds and you know, again, this is against uh early level competition and stuff like that. Maybe some bots in the level, you know, the the matches as well but you know finishing like top five every time with like six or seven kills you know and just being able to feel like you know like unlike like PUBG and some of the other games you just feel like you're just like overwhelmed at times this kind of like just kind of walks you into it and just kind of builds you up and I really think the epic matchmaking is really really good you know I just feel like the skill level that I maybe because there's so many people playing they can kind of balance it out better or not but but uh it's been it's been a good time. Been having that's been probably having why I was it. doing so good, right? Being low level, level one, two, three, and yeah, getting down to the, into the top five every time. Yeah, yeah, we were that was pretty nice. 
we'll probably be playing with some youngins and stuff, but it gives you time to learn the game and, and it, you progress and people progress with you, I guess you could say. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it is crazy. There is a lot of stuff to that game. You know, there's a lot of skins and, and all that stuff. You see, I've seen Master Chief and I've seen all the Ninja Turtles and I've seen, you know, whatever characters you can think of almost uh, during that game. And there's so many things to it, but I know that uh, playing, there's something. No build. I'll just mention it now, Mayo. I know uh, I, we don't even have it in the news, but I think it was uh, Disney Marvel invested like 1.5 billion or something into the Epic I, Games. I've seen something like that. So I wonder if we'll start seeing some Disney characters in there or something. Who knows? I think they already I do. I mean, we've already too. got Marvel characters in there. So yeah, Marvel is in there for sure. Um, I was surprised by how much like licensed music is in the game. Um, I don't know how all that works, but there's a lot of licensed music in the game, just in the lobbies. Like you can just walk up by some people and you'll know, be playing some songs that, you know, and you're like, Oh crap. I know that song. That's kind of interesting. You know? But yeah. I don't know what, you know, they must've paid a lot for extra licensing because, I can definitely uh, I recognize a lot of the songs. Yeah, so Sony's got a chunk of Epic, and now Disney, Marvel, yep. Yeah, good times. That's, that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. I mean, it's kind of bounced around quite a bit, but, you know, just enjoying those different different games. Nice. Um, Jesus, I think I, I, think I uh, <clears throat> wasn't sure if I mentioned it or not, but that Frostpunk, mm-hmm. the, the mobile game, Beyond the Ice, I don't know, did you check that out? I did. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I downloaded it. I think it was after the show or whatever. I think it was on the weekend and then cool, like unlocked or whatever. But um, it's a pretty cool game so far. It's, um, you know, since it is kind of like still considered like an early access thing, you get rewards and, you know, just like a mobile game, um, you know, you can pay to get stuff early. But so far, it's it's good. Like it's got a little story to it. And, you know, you're kind of building up your resources, putting your tents down like you would in the original game. Um, I wasn't sure, Jesus, when I, when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, is this the only view that I get? Just kind of that, you know, that side view or whatever isometrical, but you no, know, you can actually spin the screen like you would playing on, you know, PC or actual console. So that was cool. Like to know that you can kind of can't really zoom in too far. It's not, not exact, but yeah, you can spin it around and, you know, for other resources if needed, but but just kind of in that first, you know, first, probably that first hour tutorial just kind of teaching you to, you know, gather up more wood, more coal, you know, keep the, the fucking furnace going. Um, yeah. So, so far it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, yeah, I probably only played it for like just about an hour, but, um, yeah, I don't even know if it's got like a book of laws or whatever, or I think that's it, right? There's just kind of the book of laws, but I didn't see anything else in there as far as what else it offers. Like, uh, you know, if there's other things to have to do with like medical and, you know, shit like that. But it's actually worth checking out. I'd check it out. People, the it's now available on should be on just iOS, Android for everyone to play. And yeah, I didn't even know they have like a board game. I think they even mention it in the in the actual game itself, like that you can go pay for that. So um, but yeah, lots of Power World I played. I've been slowing down actually for the for the past week. It was like. Like, I think I hit a point, guys, where I was like, like, I need to come up for air, you know, actual do some real adulting. But I got into it pretty hot. But I'll say this, like, I I did cheat a little bit. I know I was telling Ghost Nico, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in there and just kind of scale it up on the XP for a little bit. And I probably only did that? it for. So I I think I just went into the settings and tw- I didn't go to a YouTube video or anything. I just went increase your XP. And that's what I did. I think I increased it a little bit. 
And then mm-hmm. boom, like if you, whatever, like, I don't know. It was like, okay, kill a regular boss. Somebody like a little lower than you or, um, you know, capture just a few pals or whatever. And it was like, duh, duh, duh. like, Hey, you leveled up. So I think I did it like three times and I got like 12, 12 points, uh, skill points. And then I was like, okay, that's a little too easy. And I, I used it, but I, then I scaled it back, back down to, uh, default for what it was. Cause I'm like, okay, if I continue on this path, I'm going to be finishing this game within a week or something, you know, or like four days. So I'm like, no, I don't want that. But it was nice getting the, getting the 12 skill points that I can use the technology points or whatever they call them. Um, but yeah, so I did that and I've just been playing, went back to just playing normal as I would. Um, but yeah, every time I go to try and kill like a, maybe a boss who's like, I'm 31. I think I am. Or am I 34? I can't remember. And then I had a boss who was like 38 and I'm like, yeah, me and my other super pal is going to go kick some ass or whatever. I get him down to almost nothing. And then, man, I just get, I just get annihilated. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, okay. I, stopped, uh, that night, I think we were all kind of playing like after the podcast one night. I think Jesus just recently picked it up or like that night, like maybe the next day we all played together a little bit, but, uh, that was probably the last time I played it. Actually, I think I was level like twelve or thirteen. And yeah, I was I was liking it. I just got away from it and I haven't jumped back in. It's yeah, a good but it's game, cool. Like, it's a good game. So I I I don't know if we mentioned on the last show, but I you know had the had the beginner base and then I went down. I watched a couple of YouTube videos like, oh, where's the best place for a base? Oh, it's over here, like in this like kind of a you know sandy oceanfront beachy area and it's super open and you can kind of you know, a lot of space to build. So I built like a little castle there. Um, yeah, well, it was like three floors. So <laughs> actually a good size fucking castle and, you know, put everything out, put everything as I could in front. Um, I've got a breeding farm going there. So, and then you've got a, for the breeding farm, you need to have cake. Uh, I don't think you have to Mayo. I don't think you have to. I think it just increase, it'll just increase the speed at which your two pals will, make a new pal which basically they make a new egg um is that what we need we need cake in our lives we you know well if you want to if you want to uh make a new pal you need cake in the love cage man that's what you need <laughs> so there you go there you but go i here's my you know i have a question like maybe out to the community or whoever like well what if i don't do the cake because i think it just takes longer but if i do cake will i get a better pal out of it so yeah, that's the question. Um, yeah, and then right. obviously, right, if you've got some epics or shinies and but it has to be like a male and a female, right? That's that's the way this game works. So put a male and the female in the in the pen. And yeah, like the higher they are, you'll get that same kind of that same skill level pal out of it. But there's like a website you can go to. I think it was like uh, Pal World GG or something like that. And then it kind of shows you like there's like a glossary down there where you can see like, OK, if you mix this pal with this pal, then this is what you get out of it. Um, but I kind of followed that, but it didn't seem to work for some reason, like came out with something else. Um, but I think they come out with just like just like eggs you would find around the world. Like so far, I've just found a lot of commons and, you know, the green ones. Nothing. I haven't found any epics or anything like that. I haven't searched those out. So I've got a couple big ones, really big ones. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was this one moment, I don't think I said it on the last show where, and it was a base, like not super far away. You know how may have you ever come across those, like, it'll just be like a plateau and then there'll just be like a, like a fort basically, right? Makeshift fort. Mm-hmm. And 
like there might and then in those forts you'll find them randomly and then they always have like a pal locked in a cage yeah that you can, I, once i had one right by my base it was like a bandit camp and i went there and i basically just kind of killed everybody and then there's like a pal on there and i kind of unlocked him but uh yeah like you automatically unlock him as soon as you unlock the the lock or whatever yeah and it wasn't very difficult or nothing like that there's like a couple bandits in there went in there and just kind of yeah. cleaned it out real quick and i was really close to my base too i mean it was like yeah they're not far away i was like oh wow and I just went they're always there, in the you know. same so I think they're always in the same spot. And then there's obviously like a time. It might be like a 24 hour timer, like everything else is like the chest, like everything else. You if you come back the next day, there's going to be another pal in there. Um, might be might be something really cool. So always check those out. Uh, or it could just be a regular pal, you know, like like, oh, I've already got this. But yeah, unlock it anyway or kill all the enemies. But yeah, man, like inside one of those forts or whatever, like there was like this super heavy machine gunner, a guy in there. And I, I think the guns like half the size of the the freaking get the actual player himself, like a like a human player. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like so it was funny just having him at my base, just like this huge minigun, just like like just, you know, out everywhere, like he's getting stuck on everything. And yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's a little detection of the people getting moved people get stuck all the time on rocks and corners and yeah or if you put like a chest yeah if you put like a chest too close to another chest they can't walk between it they're trying to figure it out stuff like that right yeah yeah Um, they need some polish on that game some help with it they i think they finally did fix some of the stuff like when you're at your base and you get raided which is quite often right these i'm just talking npcs not online you know and you'll you'll hear the music and they'll they'll be running up the hill and I'll take uh, I took that guy that what I can't even think of the name of the human NPC like. But anyway, he, I took him out there with a gun. He's like and he's just kind of standing there, you know, and there's like five of them trying to knock the wall down. I've got like the wooden fort walls or whatever. But, you know, I'm hitting him with the bow and arrow or uh, the poison crossbow, which I like. And yeah, he just kind of like standing there like, all right, what do you want me to do? You know, but it's funny, like, I guess if we're inside the base already, you know, and, and if they get in there, then he'll actually, you know, him and all the other actual NPC uh, or excuse me, the pals in your uh, not in your deck, but in your, you know, in game or whatever. One of the five you can carry. They will they will start fucking beating up on them. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I think if you finally fix that, I was trying to be smart when I quit playing. I was trying to keep like uh, a couple of attack heavy pals with me and the ones that would eat a lot of food. I really didn't have them in my camp. You know, because like, they didn't, some of them weren't like very productive. Like they would have like one stat they were good at or, you know, but they really was like three or four lows on the ranking, you know, on how, how much they eat, you yeah. know, I mean, and at higher levels, you probably see a lot more of that, but like on the lower levels, you know, I'm like level like 13 or 14. It was just like, I can put a pal out that has like one loaf of bread rating, you know, how much he eats compared to one that puts four and the one almost did the same exact amount of work. They'd be like level one or level two in farming or whatever. And that's what I needed. So I was like, okay, I'll just put him out instead. So like, just trying to manage all that yet. I just, and I haven't really gone back to it since. I didn't I really move in my base to like, I moved my base from the beginning area where I was at to a different area. And that was very time consuming. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, I never looked into that. Like you were talking about the food rating. Um, I, I think I do a pretty good job of just like, yeah, I just need somebody who has, you know, the fire ability for the, for the kins and, the different cooking area things of, you know, food I'm making or smelting, uh, like the iron, iron ingots or 
yeah, give me a couple of those. I'll take somebody for uh, who does like the uh, wood chopping and, you know, rocks and a gatherer. And I need a sheep to make wool, uh, which uh, there are a few others that actually make wool. But um, yeah, so I've just I've just done that. And I just make sure like because now I have like I put out the two food baskets, if that's what they're called. I think they're called food baskets. Um, but yeah, I put two of them out there. You don't really need two or whatever. And I just keep an equal amount of food. So what you want to do, Mayo, is you unlock that fridge. I don't know what level, but you should unlock it pretty I, early. I, I haven't seen that. Like, yeah, I am. I am right there because yeah, get the refrigerator. I have not done that yet. Get the refrigerator and then make sure you have like a penguin or, you know, someone with I, a freeze I ability. Have a, I have a penguin and I have somebody else that has a freeze ability. I can't remember who it is, but there's a couple out there. But I always use like the penguin and, you know, you really I would say you really just need one penguin. But OK, maybe you need two because you do need somebody to water the actual berry plantations as well. So maybe keep two penguins out and they do a really good job of like if you throw the food in there and, and if you keep looking at the timer on the food in the fridge, it'll say like, oh, this why does it say six minutes or whatever? It's pretty close. But then the penguin will make his way around to actually uh, increase the time on it. So it will go up on that. So if you know, if you're keeping milk and wheat and yeah, berries or whatever, and then obviously if you cook the berries, they actually, actually last a little bit longer. If you cook the eggs, those obviously yeah, last longer. I, I, yeah. I have a little bit of a management and cooked eggs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do too it. much, right? Cause if let's say you've got like, Oh, there's 80 berries cooked or whatever. Wow. That's a lot. Maybe I should split them up, you know, food basket and refrigerator. We'll then take some for yourself as well. I try to keep it spread out. So mm-hmm. that way you're not having tons of berries go bad or whatever. It's you, you get it down pretty quick, I think, where you can be like, all right, let me split these up, split those up. Some in my inventory, some of the food baskets, some of the fridge. Right. So and then you can go on to your next adventure wherever you're going. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. But one of the things I did man, was so I built that castle and I made it really nice and I didn't put a ton of time into it, but, you know, it's got rooms and it's got all the crafting tables and, you know, I've got a little bit of wood going and, um, you know, some eggs are being hatched and things were rocking. So then I don't know what happened. I swear I went back to my old base and I'm looking at it and, you know, like, cause now I've got the stone unlocked, but I made it really super nice. I put a lot of time into it, probably about, I'm going to say about two hours, two and a half hours into it and just made it super nice you know, built it up a little bit. I've got, you know, a really nice little house and it's open at the bottom uh, for the statue and uh, two nice little houses for my for my pals to sleep in in their cush little beds and, you know, lights everywhere. And just, yeah, it, it still feels like a small base, but man, it to me, it looks amazing. Uh, and I didn't get any ideas from like, oh, let me watch different videos or whatever. I just made it to my uh-huh. own. Taste, I right? Whatever I videos wanted. on the game, you know, trying to like just make it my own and just going through and enjoying it that way. Yeah, that's what I did. And so I spent a lot of time on that. But so I still use the other base. I didn't move bases. You can if you want to. It's, you're basically just saying like, hey, I want to destroy this base. Um, but no, I, I still keep mm. both because I'll go back to the other base and then I'll say like, oh, I need resources or whatever. Just came to say, hey, guys, and how's it going? And, you know, back to my original base. Um, but yeah, so then you're but you still keep everything in your pal deck, right? There's still it's still one pal deck, um, you know, which you can hold a ton of pals, right? And just have your certain set of pals at one deck at one location and one set at the other. 
Um, and then, you know, the five you keep for yourself and however you want to rotate them out. Still fun. I'm still exploring. Uh, just Can like you build in, the bases next to each other. That's a good question. I was watching uh, a video this morning. You said you could not put them right beside each other. I don't know what, how far apart you can do it, but I know he mentioned something about that, about trying to put them like right beside each other. And I don't think it would let them. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look yeah, like. Think, because, I mean, I would, I would, you, if you could overlap the building area, you could make, like, a big fucking house. You know what I mean? Like, so Because yeah, that's an issue thing... for me, because I feel like I, I keep building up in my base, and now that I have a fence around it, it feels like it's it's just, like, fuck, I don't have enough space here for anything now. Like Okay, so like you don't have to build... Up. Your big you old don't... mansion over there, that's why. You Okay, Jesus, you don't have to build within the confines of the blue circle. I'll just call it I the blue you, circle. I know you don't, but like, doesn't that shit deteriorate after a while? It does deteriorate. And I think Nico was taught, we were in a voice chat the other day about, he was talking about it. I wasn't sure. He had, you know, like a kind of a question for the developer on that. Like, you know, what if you've got one block halfway in and out of the blue line, which, you know, does it deteriorate? Like, that's not, like, that's a good question, you know, like, but then I think also, is there something in the settings? I was going to mention to Nico if there's so, to where. Well, there, there like, is. You, you, you can disable it in the world settings when you go in. Like, just just like you can disable uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, dropping your bag or whatever when you die. You can disable all that. But I want to know, like, yeah, like that. Like, if you build in a circle and then you build, say you build a fence and half of it is outside a circle and half of it is in, how does that work? Right. Yeah, I would. And I don't know how often it deteriorates because I haven't actually. Well, I haven't had it happen yet. Um, I want to say I'm probably like like three or four, five days into this build of my original base, which I built up and I haven't seen it. Nothing fall down. So because I've definitely got some things outside of it. So, yeah, that's a good question. But um, yeah, I mostly have just been playing that on desktop. Uh, I enjoy playing on desktop. I do play it on the Steam Deck every so often, Jesus. So, and I do recommend Jesus if you want to play this on Steam Deck. I think you, they always recommend for some games like, hey, knock it down to 40 frames or whatever. It just, something about it like, oh, it's not going to go over the, you know, 45 frames or something weird, right? Or try to, you know, otherwise the game will stutter or not, not constantly, but just always to be safer on that. So something about running it at 60, it kind of goes over. Um, but yeah, still runs good, man. Running runs great on both Steam Deck and, and the desktop itself. Um, but yeah, speaking of the Steam Deck, Jesus, more, more death must die. I've got my three characters unlocked. Um, yeah, getting further and further into that game. Like I'm getting more, I'm able to spend more time in a dungeon. It's always the same dungeon, by the way. And, you know, the same things kind of happen. But I think the question is, is how long can you survive? Right. That that's this game right here. So, um, yeah, this is this is your vampire survivors, but more more dark dungeons tiles type stuff. So, yeah, I'm able to I'm able to move around that map a lot more, um, you know, get more health, increase kills, shit like that. I think you oh, and obviously you're picking up weapons that you can take back. You could put them you can sell weapons and um, you can put them into a chest. Other uh, characters that you have. Well, depending on what kind of character there are, you know, can they use them, right? Sometimes you can't share armor, right? Like a knight's armor, you know, uh, you know, like a mage or somebody, you know, they can't obviously wear that armor. So, but other things they might, you know, whether it's footwear or what have you. So, but yeah, that's a good Steam Deck game right there. 
death must die more rotato a little bit of that um yeah i like it that's a game i just jump in i think yesterday jesus i finally just jumped in and just hit the question mark like whatever give me some crazy ass character to play with and right. yeah still still low though i think because i'm only making it to like 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 wave 15 or whatever like like all right eventually i'm gonna get to wave 20 i don't know what happens after that i just don't know so yeah i assume i just seems like it seems like i'm unlocking things very slowly in this game it seems like you got to play it a lot to really unlock a lot of shit so but uh yeah definitely that's another game i recommend on steam deck so uh, but uh yeah persona 3 reloaded i think i just all i did was just kind of the i just played that on game pass on the console itself and so yeah i just kind of got to the dorm or whatever uh met these two chicks and they're just like yeah like your dorm's right here buddy i don't know why you're in here with the ladies so but yeah i'm gonna probably play more of that i want to get a better feel for you know maybe this is the one i didn't i didn't care for the last one so i've never played them before i checked out the beginning of the persona 3 reloaded i I just couldn't get get into it yeah uh the turn-based combat is good i think I think this one might be a little bit. I didn't like the last one because it was more like, what am I thinking of here? I don't know. Just that top down, like, oh, hey, you know, here's a tutorial. You could use things as cover. But no, I don't think that actually kind of worked because the YouTuber I went to watch to kind of see to get past, like, he's like, what what the hell's cover? You know, like it's kind of useless or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I could be wrong on that. Maybe later stuff. But and I didn't like the story either. So Persona 3, I'll get around to more of that eventually. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Jesus, I finally Avatar, Avatar, Frontiers, Pandora, um, Jesus, you know, I finally just, un- I just finally just got to the opening credits of that game. That's, you know, I did, I didn't realize it, but I was like, finally shit. Like that was something like, it's so hard to figure out where the hell you were going in that game. You know, how do you gotta get, how do you get out of this Canyon? Like that was, that I was tough. playing that game like all day today too, as well. I mean, you tell me that I'm like, wow. Like I remember oh. earlier today, I hopped on the computer and I think you were playing. So maybe I don't know if you just had a pause or what, but uh, I probably like, had it paused. I probably fired it up and I'll, I'll do that, especially like on a Monday. I'll, you know, I'll fire a game up, you know, got the Xbox running, um, you know, might be playing something on. But then I'm doing like 10 other things, you know, I'm in and out of the house and running errands and stuff. So it does make it look like I've been playing. I'm like, yeah, sometimes, but definitely not today. So, um. Today was tax day, Mayo. wasn't wasn't a good day. Um, yeah, I tried to do tax. I was like, oh gosh, I gave up on it. So then I'm like, you know what? It's game time. It's time to play some from fucking Avatar. <laughs> like, that shit can wait, you know. But uh, I got a little ways to wait on. I had to play games, dude. I'm sorry, but it it had to happen. Okay, sorry to the wife, but yeah. So Mayo, this game, I swear, like I was trying to watch a video. Like, wait, where do I need to go to actually get to the mission or whatever? Um, but even that's kind of hard to follow because it's not like a, you know, this linear path or whatever. Like you just kind of figure out how to traverse, how to get, you know, up to where you need to be. And then even when you open up the map on this game, you're like, okay, you kind of see it's a lot of fog of war. And then it's got like, okay, there's this kind of like pink glowing thing, but then there's two other green areas. Well, I didn't know it, but I was passing the whole mission area the whole time. So even though like it'll tell you like in the description, like, oh, go help, go help Maya and so and so, you know, defend off in the base research station or whatever. I'm like, OK, well, where's that? <laughs> like it doesn't tell you like it actually said something else when I kind of hovered over it. 
Um, so I'm like, no, that's probably not it. It's probably the pink area, not not the blue glowing icon. So I was putting the the waypoint in the totally the wrong way. Um, but yeah, and then finally mail before we start recording, I was like, I just happened to run across it like, oh, they're talking about right here. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a trip. So um, good yeah, exploration yeah. in the game, I'd say, you know, a lot of I lost in the jungle. One. Yeah, Jesus was playing, it, I think. But yeah, just just kind of rocking the bow and arrow for now. Um, I did meet my kind of my flying character at first where like there's a little cut scene and then he takes off. I'm like, OK, hopefully, hopefully I get something to fly around on because you do. You do. Up, it's hard you to get to up on cliff sides. You have to go up a big ass like mountain thing all the way to the top and don't fall down the middle like I did because I fell off the top of the mountain and oh, I didn't I die. I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to die and it'll just reset me up there. No, my character lived. From a fucking fall, like, like probably fucking four thousand feet in the air, I fell from, and I lived because I landed on some trees, and then I had to find my way back to the fucking mountain to go up it, and then I had to go up all over again. Yeah, jeez, it's it gets you can get lost. Like you're just like, wait, what oh, do I do? Yeah. Do I turn around here? Do I go up here? Oh, I've got to go under this tree stump. At first, slide at under first, it to get around, at, it doesn't tell at you. First, at first, I was playing without the guided shit, so I was like, oh, I'll play without the guided mode. And I was like, nope, that was a mistake. Cause so I should you, do... You get lost. Because yeah. with the yeah. guided mode, it's not, it still looks the same. It's not like there's a mini-map or anything, but you can press, I think it's the right bumper or something, and it'll like, do like the uh, the Navi vision or whatever, and then you'll be yeah. able to see, like, it'll kind of highlight a circle, like a little, like, glowing, like, uh, it's like a little like glowing light that it'll highlight in your in your vision that says like okay go this way like like your mission or your objective whatever whatever mission you selected as your objective at the moment okay is this way go this way and it'll kind of like you'll kind of have a sense of a general direction okay I gotta go this way in, in the map or whatever you know but still um, hard yeah I I went with non guided so That's yeah kind of originally originally I've been playing with originally I was doing non guided and I got like. I got frustrated because I couldn't find a location because it told me find this big tree with the Navi people. It's the biggest tree in the fucking world or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, yeah. I had to watch a video on that. Yeah, I like a big fucking tree. I'll climb up to the top and I'll try to look for the biggest tree I can see. And I went to the biggest tree I could see and it wasn't that tree. It was another tree. I was like, what the fuck? I, I went across like a, a big area of the map. Of avoiding enemies, trying not to get killed, and then I got there, and it wasn't that tree. It was another tree, completely on the other side. I was like, "What the fuck?" So, yeah, if you're playing non-guided, pay a lot of attention to exactly what they're saying to you because they'll tell you where to go, but you have to pay a lot of close attention to like, oh, it's in this forest, or it's in this section, or it's in like they'll mention by name where you have to exactly kind of go, but you have to be paying attention. And for me, I was skipping dialogue. I don't really care about the story. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to kill people as a big blue guy. So I'm fucking skipping dialogue and shit. And, and I don't know where the hell I'm supposed to go when it comes to time to go. Oh, yeah, fuck. I fucked up. So that's why I ended up turning on the uh, guided mode back on just so I could know what the hell I'm doing. But yeah, that, that flying creature thing is pretty sick, dude. You like, you can like jump off, like you could be running from the guys, jump off, jump off like a giant cliff, 
And, and as you're skydiving, you can call in your bird thing, and it'll fly in and pick you up in the middle of the air, and then you just fucking take off flying. Nice. Okay. So it's pretty cool things you could do with that. But yeah. Wait. But yeah, that's all I've been playing, Jesus. That's all I've been playing. All right, it's news time. Pity, pity, Finally, Mayo. I know you've been looking for some news, Mayo. Oh yeah. And guess what, Mel? What do we got? I got got fucking news for you, man. We got a lot of news. Oh, oh, hold on. I got a lot of fucking news. This is a big news week. We got all the news coming in. What the fuck? I can't click this link. Damn fucking shit. Okay, there we go. Okay, well, that took me a while to get that going. That was a boomer moment. Oh, these glasses. You got this. You got this. These glasses are making me feel old. You can do uh, it. Blood Cells is calling it quits. That's right, Mayo. Seven yeah. years after its early access release and five years after Evil Empire took the reins from the original developers at Motion Twin, uh, Dead Cells is finally done. And a yeah. statement earlier this last week, or late last week, uh, Evil Empire announced that it will no longer be working on Dead Cells following a half decade of work on the game. And um, they're saying their next update, Update 35 will be the end of the creative journey on the game. So that will be the final update. This is after four DLCs, uh, 18 updates, some epic crossovers, and a mobile release. Uh, but they're re- they're saying that they're freeing up their Dead Cells developers to pump their talent into our secret projects. Yeah. That's right. I mean, the game has been out for a while. and They've, they've pumped a lot into it. But I don't know what more they could possibly do to it. Like, I can't sit there and think of it like what they would add to the game without, like, just making it more of the same. So, you know, I, I think they're kind of just reaching their, like, creative limit, you know? Like, kind of like, what else do we do? But, uh, and also, too, I kind of just seen the writing on the wall with this because uh, what's that new game they got coming out? They just announced a new game um, recently. I'm trying to figure out where my wish list is at. I end up wishlisting this. Uh, Windblown. What was that? Windblown. Yes, Windblown. That game looks kind of interesting. Kind of reminds me of Hades, but from the devs of Dead Cells. So okay. hopefully they'll make a good game. Hopefully. And from that news came another piece of news. Former lead designer and developer on Dead Cells, Sebastian Bernard, uh, kind of voiced his opinion about this. So he was asked on the Discord for Dead Cells, what he thought was, what were his thoughts about them uh, continuing the game or stopping support? And he said, since you're asking me, I just say Motion Twin did the worst imaginable asshole move against Dead Cells and Evil Empire. Having seen firsthand the actual situation behind the scene, I can honestly say I'm glad to not be part of this anymore. The official statement is total marketing bullshit. The way this situation happened is on a whole different level. I never imagined my former co-op studio would turn out to be such greedy people. I wish the absolute best to Evil Empire for their next thing, and I hope that working there, the people working there will survive this sudden economic cut. So, uh, Evil Empire is an internal studio at Motion Twin, which was spun off following the success of Dead Cells, um, and they are currently staffed by developers that are continuing to work on the game at the moment. Although development is being handled by Evil Empire, uh, Motion Twin does have a say in the decisions regarding the game. So they, they do tell them what to do and what not to do. Um, so there's that. It is unclear what projects Evil Empire will be working on following the release of Dead Cells Final Free Update. Uh, but they did announce 
Windblown by Motion Twin, which is an action roguelite game, and that one will launch in early access sometime this year. Um, so yeah, that guy's pissed off. He he apparently left the company back in uh, 2019, and then he uh, established his own studio called uh, his other his new his studio is called Deep Night, and apparently it's just a one man studio. It's just himself. Oh, wow. So maybe he said, fuck it. I don't want to work with people. People suck. People try to take all my ideas and ruin them. And maybe he said, I'm going to make my own thing, you know? Because he's yeah. saying that this, he's pretty much saying that this wasn't a decision by Evil Empire, that it was probably forced upon them by by Motion Twin, which is a, a studio that, you know, it's like a co-op studio, you know? It's like the other studio within the studio or whatever that that's telling them, hey, you guys, this is done. You're done with, you're done with Dead Cells, like, Move on now. We got to do this other thing. Well, and he's I don't. Kinda, yeah, I don't. Kind of pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, obviously I'm not there, but I guess the project's over. It's time to move on, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not like saying said, that the game shouldn't be really continued. Yeah. Good updates, and it's been a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed it, but I wonder I mean, if they've seen the player count drop or something. You know, I'm sure they have. It's just you know the game is so difficult, but I feel like a lot of people don't play the game completely through. You know, because it is very difficult, and it's yeah. the roguelike, you know, like Leahy was really getting into it, and he got to 2 BC finally, I think. But, you know, to get the real endings and stuff like that, you get all the way to the 5 BC, and very small percentage of Steam players, I know, for sure got it. Because when I got the last achievement, when I got to 5 BC, it was only like 2% of the players got, yeah. you know, to 5 BC. So uh, people were definitely playing the game all the way through, and it's not because it's a bad game. I think a lot of people just beat the game the first time, and thought, and just, oh, it's over. And, and it's just, okay, it's over. They don't even realize there's a whole... Other five times you could beat it? There's more levels after that that you never get yeah. to see, but you have to beat on the high, absolute highest difficulty, and it just goes harder from there. You know, you just, but a lot of people don't realize that. I think they just... It kind of reminds me, like, uh, it's one of those games you just play through, and you're like, oh, I beat it. But sometimes that's not really the point. It was like, there's more to it than that. You know, like... It's about getting the gear and getting the weapons, and there's like scroll where you can put points in, like uh, how often like S tier items drop and stuff like that. So you start leveling that up, getting that stronger. So it's a whole progression thing. You start getting stronger and stronger the more you play. Like I said, I think I have like over 300 hours in this game now. Like you know, for being a couple like a twenty dollar game at the time, um, you know, definitely you've gotten your money, money back in you know tenfold, yeah, twentyfold, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, that's a great game. I, I love it, though. It, it kind of reminded me, it's kind of, it played so much like the old school, like Ninja Gaiden games back in the NES days. That's just why I enjoyed it so much. It's something I just kind of grew up on, that kind of game. Yeah, with a new take on the Castlevania DLC, I like it. Yeah, that was fun. In other news, Helldivers 2 is now seen to be one of PlayStation's biggest successes on the PC. They launched this PlayStation exclusive on Steam day one, they missed the PlayStation, and uh, people were kind of giving it shit in the beginning for like being buggy. But the developer, you know, nailed. You know, they got on. They got you know their heads down. They started working. They got all the patches out really fast, and now the game has already hit over one million sales on Steam. Uh, that's pretty good. The, uh, what do they call it? Like the Sony. It's like separate. You know, like Sony Studios or whatever on Steam. Because it's not, I don't, I don't I know. It's know. A console exclusive, but I don't think Sony makes this game or anything like that. 
Are you sure? No, no they're it's a Arrowhead Game Studio. Yeah, I don't know if it's owned by Sony or not. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. So I think it's just a yeah. decision to yeah. do like an exclusive on PS5, and then they just put it on Steam like they would normally, like the last yeah. Divers. I think I thought it was one of those games that just like the first one where yeah, it just didn't come to Steam right away, right? Like it was a timed PS4 exclusive, and then it came did come to Steam eventually. Uh, one, yeah, this, one, this one's day one, so that's that's a yeah, yeah day one on people. One, one user on Steam said that uh, that Arrowhead Studios is the greedy corporation that just wants to see uh, 10 million sales from Arrowhead, or that Sony is a greedy corporation that wants to see 10 million sales from Arrowhead. And the CEO from Arrowhead came out and said, Our friends at PlayStation are gamers like you and me. We all just want great games on the market. At a certain point, uh, Steam and PC had concurrent users of around 220,000 players playing Helldivers 2. And that's pretty good. So there's that. Currently, it's not on the top 10 charts, but it probably has a lot of players playing it. Another news, move on to some more news here. Xbox news. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lot, lots oh. of Xbox news. Hey, I mentioned this, what, three Xbox weeks ago? I brought this uh, up three weeks ago, a month ago, and it was when it was kind of a nothing nothing burger at the time. Xbox news is happening, Gunny. Listen, Gunny. What do we got? What do we got? You, you didn't know nothing, Gunny, okay? Now we know now I we did, know things. I mentioned I can go back. Episode 342, <laughs> man. You don't know nothing, Gunny, okay? You know nothing. Listen, okay? We have a leaked list of the first Xbox exclusive titles that will become multi-platform mail. Okay. Okay. Now, now listen to that. Now, these were former Xbox exclusive titles that are now going to become multi-platform, meaning they will be released on other consoles like the PlayStation and the Switch. And these were exclusives. Now, uh, from the leaks here, we, we see that uh, Hi-Fi Hi Rush is kind of been pretty much confirmed for the Switch, as well as Pentiment, which is a title coming out later this year, I think. Uh, but Hi-Fi Rush is coming. Uh, also, uh, people are saying another game, like a little pirate game called Sea of Thieves, might be going multi-platform. So there's that. That might be good for it, really, you know, to get more players in there. Yeah. Like new players, you know, to kind of breathe, breathe new life back into that game. And uh, but but Xbox has already said, okay, look, guys, look, 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 Mel, calm down, Mel, okay, calm yeah. down, deep breath, deep breath, put the fucking porch down, okay, and the pitchfork, okay, don't come after Phil yet. He's just, I'm an Xbox elitist, so watch what you say yeah. next, okay? Listen, he said, hold on, guys, hold on, man, I got I got a podcast on Thursday, so this Thursday. Xbox official podcast will have an update on the continued business future of Xbox. Now, as being said, that Matt Booty will be there, Phil Spencer will be on the podcast, and a few other people. Now, this will be streamed live, I think, so it's going to be like a podcast, but it's also going to be like like a YouTube thing. Like It's going to be live stream, like it's a fucking showcase thing or whatever they're doing. Now... People are, or now the rumors are flying here, Mel, that people are, you know, people are pissed off right now. People are thinking, is Xbox going to pull the fucking plug 
Are they done with Xbox consoles? And people are saying that's going to be the opposite of what they do. The people are thinking that at this event, they will be unveiling the brand new Xbox Series X, the the adorably digital one. Remember that? The adorably digital <laughs> Series adorably X. Adorably digital? Isn't that, the, isn't that what the PowerPoint called it? Adorably digital? <laughs> I don't remember that, but silly name. The adorably digital Xbox Series X that will be releasing later this year, as well as their brand new controller, the Sibyl, uh codename Project Sibyl fucking controller or whatever. That will be also unveiled. That's supposed to come out in May. And that's the one that has the haptics and the speakers and whatever the fuck else. Oh, it yeah, has you mentioned control. it last week, yeah. Now that that's supposed to come out in May, and people are saying that Phil Spencer's gonna say, Oh no, look guys, we got more hardware coming. We're not done. Now, though people are now pissed off though, and there's people are speculating, right? Like, what's the future of Xbox? If you're gonna start putting our exclusives, not ours, but Xbox exclusives on other consoles, what's the point of me owning the Xbox? That's a good point, right? Why well, why, why, I, why should I? The point of the Xbox, I think, will be because of Game Pass, because they could put they can put probably Halo, Gears, fucking Hellblade, any other title, Starfield, fucking anything that Xbox owns on anything. But I don't think that other companies will allow them to put Game Pass on their shit. I'm sure Sony and, and PlayStation, or PlayStation and Nintendo will be like, 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 yeah, sure, we'll take fucking Master Chief, give us Halo. But that Game Pass? No, we're not doing that. Fuck you, we're not doing that. Keep your game, keep your game Pass and give us Halo. But at that point, at, at what time, like, at, at what time frame do you think? Before Xbox just pulls out and says, all right, we're done making consoles. We're just going to be a publisher now, like Sega. Because I think eventually that will bite them in the ass. I don't think Game Pass is enough to keep them, like, relevant in the console space. You know what I mean? You cannot say, oh, oh if you want Game Pass, you have to buy an Xbox. Well, yeah, that's that's the marketing thing. But, like, at some point, people would just be like, well, fuck that. I'd rather just pay the $70 and buy Halo outright and then own it on PlayStation, you know? Yeah, yeah. so I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to really, you know, hold off on a lot of things to say, like, you know, until we find out more what's going on Wednesday, I think it is, this Wednesday at 12 noon. Uh, no, Pacific Thursday. Standard, Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because currently, right now, I mean, I'm sure people... You know, the people listening to this already know this, but Jesus, you don't let's say you don't have an Xbox, right? You either, man, and you just have your your PCs. Oh, you just man. buy everything day one on Steam. Everything's day one on Steam. Um, oh, yeah. You know, what I mean, okay. like people don't realize like it's there, like you, everything's day one. Um, they don't they don't guarantee it. Right. It's not guaranteed. That has been a thing since Sea of Thieves. When did that come out? Like five years ago. But every exclusive on Xbox is day one on Steam. Um and but that was around the same time that we got the Game Pass and the Game Pass PC, right? I don't know when how long that's been around, but that that's another thing, right? Like you can just play everything through there if you don't want to buy everything on Steam. Um, but I mean, so, like what? Okay, but like me as a, as a console user, say like I'm an Xbox user and I've bought all my games on Xbox and I'm a big supporter of them, and all of a sudden you're saying, well, what's the point of owning an Xbox if I could buy all these games on a Nintendo Switch or a fucking PlayStation? Why would I not switch over to a PlayStation when PlayStation is not putting their games on the Xbox? Yeah, so here's the thing, like, 
that's why I think, you know, they need to be, I, I agree with a lot of comments that I've seen even on the Twitter X and everything else where they definitely need to be very clear about that, about what the fuck they are actually doing with these exclusives, they, they right? Like, is it going to be, be because... random? Like, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but what if they come on and say, okay, anything that we've bought, all these studios that we bought recently, so say that does the Zenimax. So we, we paid $7 billion for these guys, and we fucking made Starfield. And the shit, I mean, it sold okay, but it's not the greatest selling thing ever. Fallout 4 sold way better, but Fallout 4 was on everything. And we see that. So now we're going to put all the Bethesda and Cinemax on everything. But, but we're not putting Gears of War and Halo on everything. Hmm. Does that work? I think Does even still. Work? Well, if they actually say it, if they actually say that that's what their plan is, then I want them to say that. Uh, you're right. So I don't want them to come out and be like, you know, well, oh, just, for now, just for now, Starfield, just for now. Indiana Jones, that's still in. Well, it's not. In it's still in development, right? That, that's a yeah. that's a maybe. That's a maybe coming to PlayStation. You know, what I mean, like, don't be all hokey dokey about it. I do you want them to actually come out and say what the fuck you are you doing? You, you need them to be straight up, right, and tell you what the fuck straight they're doing up. because. Yeah, because I mean, even Bill Gardner said it as a longtime Xbox fan. You know, he's been loyal to the brand and he's bought all his games on there. But he's gonna say like, what's the point of owning this box when I could buy the same games on a PS5 and own the PS5 exclusive as well on there because I'm buying them already too. Right. Like, so what's what's the point of the Xbox at that point? Like, I same with me. Right. I'm gonna say it? like, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say, all right, fine. Indiana Jones, you know, whatever. It's coming out soon, but if Phil comes out or Sarah Bond or whoever says, yeah, well, uh, it'll be on there for the first six months on your Xbox as a console exclusive, you know, and then obviously on Steam and PC, right? But then we're going to put it on the PlayStation and maybe the Switch. Well, it'll come to PlayStation 5 after the six-month period or whatever. Like, okay, I would even still say, all right, well, why do I need to have Game Pass or whatever or buy this on my xbox i'll just wait six months or whatever you know to get, it on get my PlayStation. PS5. yeah get a ps5 and get a fucking get a fucking ps5 exclusives and then get ps5 and get the xbox games right yeah so right. you know all that money and you know that i've invested into the brand right so yeah it's gonna be shitty but may, so do you think maybe jesus this is their kind of their their stepping stone of like we're not going to go full on third party exclusive. We're just going to kind of experiment with it. Not experiment, but I think they know what they're doing, right? Like, let's start putting them on other consoles, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. No, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen here, man. I, I said, I, it's just everyone's worried right now. Like, what, what's the future of Xbox? Because I have numbers for you, Mayo. Listen, Mayo. Yeah. You listening, motherfucker, you? Oh, I'm listening. Oh, you son of a bitch. Listen, I got fucking numbers, okay? Listen. Okay, in 2021, PlayStation sold 247,000 units, more than 247,000 units. Xbox 3's X and S, both consoles, sold just over 90,000 units. So PlayStation 5 outsold them like 3 to 1, more than 3 to 1, like 4 to 1 nearly. In 2022, the numbers were a little bit closer. PlayStation 5 sold 158,000, Xbox sold 134,000. But then, in 2023, PlayStation again jumped up to 393,000. Xbox only did 105,000. That's the decrease of 40,000 consoles from 2022 to 2023. 
2024, so far, year to date, PlayStation has sold 433,000 units. Xbox sold 101,000. That's 4 to 1 beating in sales. In terms of percentage, Xbox is down 3% from last year, and PlayStation is up 10%. Okay? That's crazy. That means they're like... They yes. can't, they cannot keep up. They cannot keep up in sales. Like, the closest they ever got was 2022. But 2022 is also the year, if you remember Mayo and Gunny, remember this. 2022 is the year that that fucking, uh, wasn't that the year that the Bethesda deal closed and people were talking about Starfield coming only to Xbox? And wasn't it supposed to come out in 2022? Yes, right. And, right. Then, and then it got delayed. And then, then uh, what's the other game that Bethesda was making that got delayed? Redfall got delayed. Redfall, yeah. Redfall. And fail. then, and then, what other game did they had announced that year? Didn't they have Hellblade or some shit? Didn't that get delayed again? Yeah, I hate that that game okay. keeps getting delayed. Listen, yeah. l- listen, they that had, game. that's get the out. year that everyone thought 2022 is the year Xbox is going to start coming out with great bangers and exclusives, and they delayed them all. Then 2023 comes around. Xbox releases these exclusives and they're not what they hyped them up to be, really. I mean, Starfield was okay. I, I think that Starfield had a lot of hype to it and I think that that uh, they almost, they oversold the hype. You know what I mean? You know, people people go and accuse Cyberpunk and, and CD Projekt Red of overhyping Cyberpunk 2077. I agree. I think, in my opinion, that Starfield had the same level of, like, the same level of hype just as near. And didn't deliver on what they promised. I don't think it did. Because you know what? Right now, I would still be talking about Starfield. Right now, Gunny would still be talking about Starfield. Yeah. Right now, Mayo would be talking about Starfield. Right now, we would all be able to, right away, automatically pinpoint the time in Starfield that we had an amazing moment that we thought, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. But I cannot think of one that comes to my head. You know what I could think of one? In Red Dead Redemption 2, I could think of multiple times that I had moments in that game where I was like, holy fuck, mind blown. That was amazing. That was cool as fuck. Or Cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, or uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. But I can't think of one on Starfield. I can't think of any moment that was super memorable that was like, holy shit, that was, that was amazing, man. Like, you got to experience this, dude, you know? Like, no, I cannot think of one. Right, yeah. Well, I feel the same way. Like, a lot of times when I play my Xbox stuff, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I enjoy the games, but there just seems to be something a little bit different about the PS5 stuff I play. Not saying the PS5 games are better, but, like, The Last of Us, it feels like more of an experience. I'm, like, more into it, like, than what I am Xbox games. I feel like my Xbox gaming is more like racing games and some RTS-type stuff. It's not that big story-based stuff. It's just that kind of whatever-you-want-to-make-it-kind of stuff games. And I don't maybe yeah. get involved in the story as much as I do on PS5. I don't know if that has anything to do with whether or not, but but like for me, you know, personally, it's like I'll hop on there and play some racing games, and I'll hop on there and maybe play this and that. But they don't really have those like single player, huge story based games. I feel like getting into, and I don't know why. Like I just feel like when I think about single player games, it just it's always PS5 games that come to mind. You know, Horizon and you know God of War and Toshima yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Do you guys think specialize in though? Do you guys think that when Microsoft first thought about buying Activision Blizzard, like when it first came up or whatever, like, oh, they're for sale. Let's let's secretly get in there and start talking with Bobby about this 
possible purchase of this, you know, this big publisher that they I'm just thinking like did was Phil like just there like in that meeting room or whatever behind closed doors like, yeah, and we buy this big, huge publisher and we make all this stuff exclusive, you know, and then eventually when that contract ends with Sony and we can, you know, start marketing our rights to that it's on our box and, you know, putting it on the sides of billboards. And so do you think a lot of do you think any of that changed between then and right now to where it's possible where they're thinking like, well, we're not allowed to make it exclusive. <laughs> you know, like we have to put it on PlayStation, um, you know, because the courts say so. We can't do cloud gaming in Europe. You know, that has to be done on the Ubisoft side of things where I don't know, maybe that's that decision that they're going to make Thursday might change some things, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you probably hit the nail on the head almost right there because I feel like they, they really are probably reconsidering a lot of the options they had, right? Because you're right. They probably were thinking, fuck, we buy Call of Duty. We make it exclusive. We have Call of Duty on our box. Everyone comes to Call of Duty. Yeah, we'll keep it on, the, you know, we'll keep we'll, we'll put it on Steam. You know, we'll put it on the the Blizzard launcher, whatever, whatever it's called now. Um, but yeah, like, but as far as console goes, it's going to be on ours and we get the marketing rights yeah. and play it. And play then it on we're Xbox. like, oh no, we got everywhere. You cannot release it on your console when your console is being outsold four to one. Yeah. How do, how do you, how do you, like, tell me, how do you go to your CEO, your boss, Gunny, as Phil Spencer, how do you go to your boss and tell him, okay, uh, we're going to make Call of Duty exclusive. Okay, well, what are the projected sales numbers if we make it exclusive? Well, we think we could sell, uh, I don't know, 100 million units. Okay, what is it? What are the projected sales if we release it on PlayStation? Uh, well, maybe 500 million units. Or, you know what I mean? Like, right. Or they that, probably, at that point, and I'm sure they, they probably looked yeah. at it another way where they said, look, what if, what if, what if we still put it on PlayStation? But we'll do a three months later thing, you know, but we we still have all the marketing rights. You know, it's all everything's kind of Xbox, Xbox, Xbox with with Call oh, of Duty. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it matters at this point. I think, look, listen, man, I think Xbox lost this generation before they even got into it. Well, yeah, of course. Right. So I thought they, it was their they, way of winning it back. And they lost uh, this yeah, generation apparently. with the they lost this. They pretty much Xbox lost. The worst generation to lose, which was the, the PS4, Xbox One generation. That generation was the one that you could not lose, I think. And that's the one they lost by a lot. Yeah, And I'm I think sure. they dropped the ball. I think they, they, they can't recover from it, dude. Because everyone that became loyal to a PS4, guess what? <laughs> they became loyal to the PS5. They're not going to switch over to Xbox right. because Xbox yep. because Xbox has a little pirate game. Oh, Xbox has a little pirate game. Ooh, big fucking deal. We have fucking God of War, bitch. You know? Oh, Xbox has a little racing Forza game. We got Gran Turismo. Oh, Xbox has a little Starfield fucking RPG bullshit. You know, we have fucking The Last of Us and Horizon, God of War. Like, I mean, like, I mean, as Xbox, what do you do at this point? At this point, I think you start to reconsider, okay, what the fuck do we do, man? We spent... They spent, like I said last time, they spent over, like, well over $70 billion, almost probably over $80 billion, acquiring all these big fucking publishers, huge publishers, some of the best publishers in the world, and they're still struggling. Yeah, I think <laughs> they're still, they're still Yeah, I think they just need to, I mean, I hate to say it, but sometimes I would just feel like they should just 
back off on the consoles, not quit with them, but not push as hard and worry more about like selling software everywhere. You know, maybe, and that's what they're seem like they're trying to do. Like, I don't think it matters what they could do with their Xbox. It could be more powerful than the PlayStation. They, 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 you know, they're a software company, and they just they really need to get some good software out here. But if they can get well, it everywhere and get revenue, I mean, their software. Everywhere. Okay, if you're referring to like games, because their software is out everywhere with yeah. you know with their Windows stuff. But it, you think about it, it is everywhere except for PlayStation and and. Yeah, way, I just right? think it's so, the direction they like, they got the their hands in too many platforms right out there. The biggest platforms out there. You, you see everywhere except the Nintendo and the PlayStation, which are the dominant platforms in the gaming correct. area. Yeah, those are the dominant ones. The Switch being number one. Yeah, yeah and, you like, know, you figure that Switch Two is coming can, out. Right? How do you that compete one's... with that? How do you compete with Nintendo having these exclusives? Like you can't. Yeah, well, they kind of changed the even, game and made even, game path. Listen, know, like, even even you can't Xbox, compete with them. And even they're not a competitor, Xbox, according to them. Even if Xbox went to Nintendo and said, hey, look, we'll trade you Master Chief and Gears of War for Mario, Nintendo would fucking laugh at them so hard they would <laughs> they be embarrassed to even announce that they made that meeting. They, Nintendo would laugh. Nintendo would be like, what? <laughs> Who's the fucking green space to own these two guy and the fucking guy with the chainsaw gun for Mario? Fuck out of here. <laughs> really? Like, what do they have? What does Xbox have to offer Nintendo or Sony in terms of exclusives to share with them? Like, to trade. You, you don't have it. You don't have that power. You don't ha- You might have had it had you won the last generation of consoles. You don't have it now, dude. You don't. Yeah, the only thing they got on there Halo. is what? Uh, Minecraft? That's it. Yeah, maybe. Halo and Gears of War are old-time games, man. People don't play them as much anymore. People don't like that style of game anymore. People have moved on. And Xbox, it's almost to me like Xbox. Xbox is like the boomer consoles. Like, they're trying to hold on to the past, but they need to evolve, and they can't because they haven't because they don't know how. And as much as they're trying to evolve... They, they like it's like they take two steps forward and one step back and they keep you know they never get past that finish line mail you know meanwhile sony and nintendo are fucking out here just running past them like losers and, and here's xbox trying to keep up with them in the race but like they can't they just can't and i don't know what the fuck they have to do because from from a from a perspective of buying studios They've acquired some of the best studios in the world. There is no doubt in my mind they've acquired some of the most talented people on the entire fucking planet that can make video games. The problem is they're not making the video games. So that's the fucking problem. Like I said in the last show, where is the games? You you can tell me you've got fucking EA next week. I mean, Phil Spencer could come out this Thursday and say, uh, uh, EA games... Well, we own EA games now. You know what people would say? So, yeah. like, like, what do you got to release? You don't, you don't give a fuck if you own EA. What do you have now? Apex Legends? Like, like, what the fuck are you going to release FIFA and Madden and Apex every year? Like, like, what's the big deal? Like, oh, you got fucking Apex and FIFA and Madden. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, we want to see bigger games. We want to see new things. What's the point of buying Bethesda when all you're going to do is keep making the same Bethesda shit? With the same people love Bethesda shit, man. We love our Skyrims and Fallouts, bro. Yes, they do. But now when you come out with Starfield and promise all this innovation and it's the same shit. 
Yeah, when they, they recently added something, but you know, I'm you know, and then I don't yeah, know. Like, listen, like they were working on for 25 years, they didn't end it very much. You could tell it was a game from 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a Fallout game. It feels like one. There's the same fucking engine, just about. Yeah. Well, they say new engine, yeah, right? But that's for I the new consoles. Didn't get into that game either. Like for me, it, it was as an outsider who doesn't play that game kind of so much. There wasn't like a big draw to get me into it. Like I just could. Everything I seen was just kind of like, man, it looks okay, but but nothing. Listen, Mel, you could have. Listen, Mel, you could have played Fallout Four and probably had a better experience. Yeah. Fallout Four was the same kind of experience, right? <laughs> I'll finish Starfield. You would have had a complete experience with all the DLC and all the bugs worked out, and you would have had probably a better experience. So, Jesus, I'm going to read an article here real quick. Uh, It has been something I've been listening to. I just was Googling it because I've been hearing a lot in podcasts. So this is a rumor for the next-gen Xbox console that will not be developed by the same designers, right? This is is some rumor and speculation here. Maybe, Maybe we'll hear something about it on Thursday, but it is rumored to have reassigned the task of designing the next-gen Xbox console to its Surface division. Uh, Recent reports suggest that the next Xbox console generation will once again include two devices, one of which is said to be a portable or hybrid like the Switch. Recent rumors about the handheld console's features have been contradictory. Uh, The next-gen Xbox console may be designed by the team behind the Series X, uh, did I read that right? Oh, may not be designed by the Series X team, uh, which one industry insider claimed that the project has been reassigned to the service division. The purported move implies that the next-gen console, the next Xbox console, could be released much later than the PS6, depending on how close to the drawing board the project returned as a result of the design team switch. Uh, But well, just like this generation, right? Remember, I kept saying, like, it's not coming out because of COVID or whatever. They're going to delay it. But it was much later than the PS5. So, So, I mean, that's yeah, but I can definitely see that Uh, as far as like handheld. Right. How long have we talked about a handheld switch? I don't think I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I don't. It's too much money, man. Too much money to invest to like research, develop. Okay, but you and don't make think... it for what you already have the Steam Deck, you already have yeah, all these yeah, other companies the, making it. A bunch of them coming out now. All of a sudden, you have the ROG, and you have like, yeah. uh, who is it? Uh, there's another one that came out just recently. Uh, yeah, it seems like Logitech. now that I've got the Steam Deck, yeah, it's like Logitech. every video. Yeah, Logitech's got one. There's, yeah, there's a, there's a couple I mean, others out Steam, there. Steam Deck works. Steam Deck, Steam Deck makes sense. It's I think the they PC did a really good job. I think they did a really good job with the Steam Deck getting it out there early. Kind of yeah. like, you know, we've seen it here, a recent push on these mobile. I mean, you always had the Switch out there, but like the Steam Deck was kind of the, what, like the second one to come out of its kind like that? Wasn't there something yeah. else that was right before the Steam Deck and then the Steam Deck came out and they're kind of competing. Then the ROG came out, then there was this new one. Was it Razer had one yeah. for a minute? But like we have all these like portable systems coming out. I just feel like, I don't know, it's just, that's where the gaming market's going, I think. I think, I just feel like it's going to be, for Microsoft side of things, is is they're going to back off on console production, start pu- pushing Game Pass more, and whether that would be like a, a mobile device or that'll be, uh, we've always said before, like a, like a Roku stick where you just plug it in your TV and it's going to work with your, you know, some kind of cloud working and stream games to you. I know that the stream is not there for everybody yet, but they're going to do something like that. 
or you know they're going to push you know streaming more and then just have consoles for guys who can't stream but i just feel like they are kind of waving the flag when it comes to console sales like they just know game pass is the better way to go and you know we can sit there and say like oh yeah the xbox is being outsold by the ps5 by a lot but look how much money they're making from game pass look how much money they're making off of that they're they're losing money on the xboxes you know the the development and the making and and the shipping and and trying to sell them they actually lose money in those they make it up on the software side so now they're doing just game pass or some kind of small cheap device you know they can just make money and that's what it's about for them is making money yeah msi has their if you look at xbox game pass subscriptions though they've declined in the last year uh so so yeah i mean it says here that in 2022 microsoft unveiled that game pass hit 25 million subscribers and so with that they had projected for 2023 you have a 75% increase on that number. So they expected it to be like, what, like 50 million by the end of 2023? And that was projected in their like quarterly fucking, in, like in their investor shit and everything. And they only grew 13%. They're now at 33.3 million at the beginning of 2024. So... Yeah, well, like you said, we need the games. You know, they started to come out with these better games in Game Pass and some of these bigger hitters, you know, that we've been waiting for. That, that'll that definitely push people to Game Pass, I feel. Yeah, I think so, too, but they need to start doing it, man. Like, you cannot... Yeah, exactly. you, I mean, you cannot come out and say, oh, yeah, by the way, these games are not exclusive to Game Pass. They will also be on PlayStation and Nintendo. You can't... You can't I don't think you could do that, man. I think you have to say... We're putting we're putting Sea of Thieves and our older shit on PlayStation and Nintendo, but if you want the new shit, come to Game Pass. Right, play it day one on Game Pass, where Xbox, where yeah, where Game yeah. Pass games live, right? Yeah, because they're even saying that last year for uh, the Exist. CEO of, for the CEO of Microsoft, right? For his bonus, they had an incentive on there if if Game Pass surpassed fifty percent subscription model, like I think it was a fifty percent increase, he would get so much money on his bonus on his yearly bonus. And guess what? This year on the new bonus for twenty twenty four, that's not a requirement anymore. There's matter of fact, there's no Game Pass subscription thing on there anymore because everyone says they saw such a slowdown in the growth that they were like, fuck, like, like this is not growing like we expected. Microsoft predicted when they announced the 25 million subscribers by 2022, right? They said that by the year 2030, they predicted over 110 million subscribers to Game Pass. At the rate they're growing, by the year 2030, they're not going to reach that number. So what do you do? I mean, like, what do you, you have to really shift here and start thinking okay, what the fuck are we doing wrong? And and I think it's just, at the end of the day, it comes down to the games, man. Like, they really, I don't know, like, like you might be saying, any like, they, they might want to work on a handheld. I don't think they should. It's too much money. It's too much. There's no point in it. Like, well, what's the point? What's the point? I think, I don't think that there is. maybe they're seeing the success, and again, I don't have numbers in front of me, you know, of of the Steam Deck, of the, the Legion fucking handheld msi's yeah. got one everybody's kind of having you know these handhelds now and some of those i know they do run like native windows or whatever um i know you can do it on a steam deck it's just a little harder to actually get it on there but 
Um, but yeah, and then it's like, hey, play Game Pass on here. Download your games to it. Play your game. Well, I don't know. But maybe they're seeing the success of it, right? So yeah, I'm sure Sony's going to actually make another one possibly, right? Because right now they just kind of have their kind of their streaming thing, you know, with their controller. But um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to go with another handheld as well. So there's still a good market for it. You you think about where the market's going and stuff, and then you see some of the mistakes that Sony's made as well, like with with the VR and stuff. It just seems like VR just seems to be not going anywhere. Yeah. And uh, um, I did. I don't know if I sent Gunny the link or not, but I seen a news article. It might be in the news here. Um, about Ubisoft, like was disappointed with the sales. Yeah, it was in the news. Like how their sales with uh, their Assassin's Creed Nexus VR game, and like how they weren't going to do much more VR stuff from that. You know, just like. Sony coming out with this, you know, VR headset and that time and development into it, and it seems like kind of was like a, kind of a waste, you know. Right, maybe in that maybe in <laughs> the gaming space, but so they're we're not gonna see how Apple does sometimes either. But yeah. I think the Apple one's gonna kind of flop too. It's gonna be too. Expensive you think so? Because that's more for work, right? That's a work. It's more, it's more for. I think it's more for everyday general use. Yeah, but I think the price point is so high. I feel like it's it gonna is. Be, it's gonna be I think I think Apple though I think they'll knock down that price. I think they'll figure out a way to partner up with like they'll come to like uh what's that like they'll come to Verizon and AT and T and T Mobile and they'll say hey look hey look start selling our headsets at at a like a fucking contract thing like you do with the phone like like, like you get do a with the phone, phone get a headset right get no, get the no, new Samsung no. phone or. No, I'm sorry, Apple, but yeah, get the new iPhone 16. And you also buy a new headset. If you buy both of them, you get a discount on the headset, and the headset will only cost you $2,000 over the course of three years. You'll make monthly payments on it of 100 bucks. So you'll make your, your cell phone payment and your, your, your headset payment at the same time, and it'll be at 0% financing. And you'll have you'll own the Apple VR. I think Apple will do that. I think that would be a fucking genius move. Because then you know what? Guess what happens then, Gunny? The Apple Vision Pro headset is sold out everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Did you see, I don't know if you saw Jesus, but it was. You'll uh, not be able to find it in any fucking store because they won't have enough. Yeah, I think it was uh, the former governor of. I want to say he was the former governor of. Mm, I don't know if he was Illinois or whatever. I forgot what state he was in somewhere near Mayo. Um, but he's like the transportation secretary of transportation Mayo. That guy, I guess like he somebody, I guess, was in a Tesla and had the Apple Vision Pro on, was just driving it yeah, around. I was like just going to mention that. Yeah, he was driving a Cybertruck and he's wearing the Apple Vision truck, Pro yeah. headset while he's driving around the road. <laughs> they finally got like he's been seen multiple times. I guess he finally got it caught doing it i guess i was actually just looking that up on my phone to make sure that's what the whole article was but yeah because the secretary <laughs> of transportation for you know like the united states guy or whatever like he's like yeah i don't and he's like trying to contact elon musk like do you know this guy what's this guy doing and you know like he's got a vlog going he's, it's not safe for him to drive i don't want people driving their cyber vehicle around you know truck or it's autopilot around we're in the apple vision pro yeah Listen, bro, it's autopilot. You're driving around wearing your headset. Just chill, man. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> watching, a, watching a movie while you're driving. No big deal, okay? Like, let the guy it's live. It's like sunglasses, right? Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with the whole Microsoft announcement this Thursday. It could change up a lot of things, man. 
With that being said, though, rumors of an Xbox handheld, as Gunny said, it is now rumored, Mayo, that PlayStation has now spun up a hardware division to start working on a PlayStation Portable gaming device that will play games natively, not via the cloud like their PS Portal, but natively on the device itself, kind of like the PSP or the PS Vita. Now, Sony has had success in the past with the PSP. It was a PSP was a major success for them, I think. Yeah, it was. It, it, it competed with the DS, but I mean, it, it, it sold very well. I mean, it's not as much as the DS. I mean, yeah, it, it didn't sell as much as the DS because the DS outsold it by a shitload. I mean, DS was like the. I think DS is still the world's best-selling console ever. Not the. <laughs> and, uh, What's what was the next one? The 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 3D, non 3D. I don't know. 3DS. Thank you. Maybe I, maybe. I, I don't know. One of those two was number one. I know that they sold a lot of those. Just the DS actually, I think, was like the top. But with the success of the PlayStation Portal, and it's it's still being sold out till today, after it launched back in October, still sold out. It seems that PlayStation may be thinking, huh. Maybe we can make a PlayStation Portable that's fucking native and make exclusive games for it and release it. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that'll be... I think that'll be a good move by PlayStation. Yeah, 100%. The only reason I say this, because they have exclusives they can put on there that people will buy a console for. Make make some stupid Last of Us little spin-off bullshit game, people will buy it for that. Yeah. Make a Horizon spin-off game, people will buy it for that. Make it make a God of War exclusive PSP fucking two whatever thing. People will buy that thing just to play those games. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I agree, you know? right? They need to keep they need to definitely do that. Same with uh, same with so. Microsoft. Xbox needs to do the same thing. Rumor has it that they will, they may be working on that soon. Another news mail, your favorite game, Starfield. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back in December, Bethesda announced that Starfield crossed a total of 12 million players. Okay. Okay. Right. At this point in time, okay. Uh, let's look it up. Actually, I could look up the live numbers for you. Starfield. What, you got, what do you got for us? Starfield had an all-time peak on Steam of 330,000 players. Over 330,000 players on Steam. Just Steam Mail. Currently, how many players do you think are playing Starfield? How many are playing now? What was the number? So, at the peak, Starfield had 330,597 players. How many players do you think are playing Starfield right now? 30,000. Good guess. What about you, Danny? How many players do you think are playing Starfield right now on Steam? Oh, on Steam. Okay, um, twenty thousand. No, what were you The current right now, the current player count is five thousand six hundred and twenty-seven players. Wow. Well, they so, beat the story already. They're done. <laughs> Starfield has seen a ninety-seven percent drop in concurrent players since launch. That's a huge number, dude. Yeah, Palgo okay. came out, man. Just for just for fun, Jesus. I wonder if we see if we can figure out how many players are is Red Dead on Steam yet? I don't remember. It yeah. is, right? Yeah. yeah. How many people are playing Red Dead right now? Oh, how many people I'll look it up right now. Currently, right now, five minutes ago, 
<laughs> this is crazy, man. Red Dead has 33,000 players playing Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. So was that six times the amount of Starfield? That is like 28,000 more players than Starfield. And yeah, that game is how many years? How many years older than Starfield is that game? That is an online game. Multiplayer co-op. No. Red Dead is an online. I mean, it has online capabilities. It has the Red Dead online, but single player is single player. I mean, that's still a big difference, Gunny. Like, come on, dude. 28,000 player difference on a game that's, what, two or three years older than your game that just came out last year? That is a big difference. But but again, Starfield, right? I mean, you should have completed that a long time ago and moved on. You should have completed Red Dead a long time ago and moved on. Yeah, that's true. No, but I mean, the, but if you're going to play online, that's that's continuous, right? You keep going. Then don't defend don't defend Starfield, Gunny. God damn it's single you. player, dude. It's single player. We've all moved on. All us Xbox uh, you, guys. No, oh, you Xbox guys only only play for a little bit and then move on, huh? That's it, right? We finish it. <laughs> we're we're moving on to the next thing. You know what? I'm gonna look this we're up. We're all right playing now. Power World now. Power World oh. and Call of Duty. I'm gonna look up. All right, Mr. Single Player, motherfucker, you. Yeah, do a better comparison on that. Okay, we'll do a better comparison. All right. We'll pick a single player only game. Uh, give me Hogwarts. Uh, oh, yeah, Hogwarts is a good example. All right, let's look at Hogwarts. The number one sold game, by the way, for 2023. Well, Hogwarts at the moment, a single player only game, honey, okay, has over 8,000 players playing it right now. It's still beating Starfield. Yeah, eight over five. That's okay. pretty good. What about yeah. what about? Let's go even older. Let, not older, but let's go say last year's game of the year. Not just the recent, but uh, let's go with uh, Elden Ring. That's single player, oh, right? Yeah, 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 that's a good one. Let's see if that game dropped off at all. Elden Ring, thirty-seven thousand players right now. How many? Thirty-seven thousand. Yeah, that's pretty good. That that's a single player gunny. Oh, people are done with the gunny. People are moving on. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he called me out on that one. You're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Deerfield. I just put up Steam charts now, and this this is kind of ironic, but number 80 is Farming Simulator 22, and it's got 10,000 players playing right now. So. <laughs> Hey, that's a 2022. Uh, you know, it's just uh, people in Europe, all right? Just Europeans play oh, that how game. About, how about Town uh, Balloons, uh, Tower Defense 6? 10,000 people play in that game? <laughs> hey, I play that game. That's an more ongoing people, game for me. More people play Balloons Tower Defense than fucking Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's either single player or online versus. Oh, man. Ubisoft co-founder and CEO Evo has called Assassin's Creed Nexus VR sales disappointing, Gunny, and stating that the publisher will no longer be investing heavily on VR. So, one caller asked about the emergence of new VR formats like a MetaQuest 3 and Apple Vision Pro, and whether the company had an update on the plans on developing software for VR platforms. Uh, Gilmore replied, that Ubisoft was not yet willing to commit too much of his resources to VR, mainly because Assassin's Creed Nexus VR did not sell as expected. We have been a bit disappointed by, by what we were able to achieve on VR with Assassin's Creed. It did okay and it continues to sell, but we thought it would sell more. 
So we are not increasing our investment on VR at the moment because it needs to take off. We have been very impressed by what Apple came up with, and we think it's a fantastic hardware, but we continue to work at VR business as something that we have to look at but not invest too much in until it grows. So there's that. That's fair enough, right? You gotta, you definitely got to wait till it, till it takes off again. I say again, right? But yeah. yeah, more people are interested in it. That comes after they also announced that they canceled their Splinter Cell VR game. They were working on one apparently a couple years ago, and they said, nope, no, we're not doing that no more. Like, at all. like fuck, we're not doing that. Well, at least get us a traditional Splinter Cell game at the no, least. No, I mean, no, nobody Come wants on, traditional. Stop with the VR bullshit. Get it out there, man. You know, just release the, the Sting on PlayStation 5 and Xbox. That's it. No, at mean, least give no. us those, right? Sorry, PC players, right? I'm just trying to get them to get us a fucking <laughs> Splinter Cell game. <laughs> All right. If it's too hard to put it out on three different platforms, at least bring it to consoles. According to a journalist, Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer, Gunny, told employees that Xbox currently has no plans to stop making consoles and that Xbox consoles will continue to be a part of their strategy, which involves multiple kinds of devices. So it says here publicly, Microsoft has remained silent on recent reports that it could bring games, including their key exclusives like Starfield PS5, other than announcing that they will hold a business update on Thursday. We're listening and we hear you, Phil Spencer wrote on X earlier this week. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. Uh, so there's that, but I mean, it was, this was like a town hall, like a, like a all hands on deck on a zoom call with Phil Spencer. And he told everyone, Hey, Hey, you don't worry. We're not, we're not going to fire you. Keep making that Xbox. You're good. So he put out a little fire, right? But the big fire is still going until Thursday. <laughs> yeah. The house is still on fire, but it's all right. Yeah. He's just trying to douse the fire a little bit, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> Squelch that rumor, at least for employee's sake. Uh, what else? What else do I have for news? And other news? Uh, oh, a little fun piece of news here for you, Gunny. So, you know the guy? Uh, you know when like you watch movie, like uh, not movie trailers, but video game trailers? And in the beginning of them, the guy says, Peggy 18. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Like, so his name is Richard Wells. And he apparently recently took to TikTok and, and said that line and said, Hey guys, I'm the guy who says that line. And he is an older gentleman. Apparently he says he recorded this line back in 2009, Mayo. And you know how much, you know how much they paid him to record Peggy 18 Bro, and Peggy. And Peggy 12. Uh, <laughs> okay, he did two. Peggy, Peggy, Peggy 12. Peggy 12. Yeah. So two I lines. I'm going to go with 100,000. Wow, you guys really are going crazy. That's a lot of money. I don't know. I was just thinking you were going <laughs> to go with a crazy number. A couple lines, like, you know, like a long time thing. Like maybe that'd be like 50,000 is almost like a year's wage for like a normal person. Yeah. So maybe like. Well, I figured his voice is wage, used a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Not even close. He says that for those two lines, he was paid 200 euros. Dang. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 
I would think for every time you play my voice on a radio TV commercial, come on. No, YouTube. No, he says he does not get any royalties from every time they use these. Nothing. He says they paid him a one time fee of 200 euros. Dude, next time they ask me to come up and refresh, (laughs) I'd be like, Peggy, fuck you. I don't even ask for like a penny of royalties for every time they play. You even ask for like a nickel. For yeah, every that, for yeah. every time I'm, you use that inflation, bro. I want a quarter. I want twenty five cents on a every nickel, ad played. A nickel since two thousand nine. That would be fourteen years of that shit being used on all your trailers. You imagine how much money he would have right now instead of the two hundred euros ever. Yeah, that is crazy. But yeah, he says that he only got paid two hundred euros for it. And that uh, he said he's made at least 10,000 recordings and he spoke the millions of words. But you don't know his face, but millions of gamers will know his voice. And he was the guy that says Peggy 18 on all the video games. Uh, yeah. So he pretty much made a TikTok and he's just wanting to say, like, if you ever heard my voice, just like, and, like this video and share it. And apparently since he did that, the video has been shared over 2 million times. And liked over 2.8 million times. That's crazy, though. Think of, you guys were like way up there, man. You guys were in the yeah. thousands. I know. You know. I was thinking, I'll, like, this guy's I'll famous. Generous, I guess. <laughs> this guy didn't even get a thousand dollars for this, man. Like, he, he got like the equivalent of like a cell phone payment. <laughs> right. <laughs> he made more on the TikTok video, it sounds like. He, could, he couldn't even buy an uh, Apple VR headset. He couldn't. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I wonder if the guy who made the EA Sports, if, if he gets paid every time they use his voice. You know, like, every time it's, in a, like, in a video game. I wonder it's if they game. use it. Like, like if they pay him. Yeah, because yeah, it's in every Madden and every NHL, every basketball game, everything that they make, right? That's a sports game. Yeah. I and doubt he, it, he, right? I'm I doubt it. He had to probably sign the contract. Like, yeah. They probably paid him once. Yeah, one time <laughs> probably, payment. Probably paid him a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's crazy to think like how little he got paid. Yeah, now we have AI, right? This guy's got to take over for for what was yeah. once people that actually recorded things. But as far as video game news, I think that's most of the important stuff. Um, yeah, that's all I can find. All all the juicy stuff. But uh, yeah. anyway, guys, let's go move on to what do we have here, guys, over for the console quarter stuff of things. Uh, so, yeah, for uh, anything good for PlayStation Mail, we've got Foam Stars. Did, did you fire up the Foam Stars Mail? No, I have not. OK, I didn't even check reviews or I just kind of watched some gameplay on it. But yeah, Foam Stars, I believe that's made by Ubisoft. Am I correct? So that I don't know if that is a game being sold everywhere. I haven't even checked the xbox store or anything but yeah that was that's definitely it, on playstation plus the only game i think is it okay yeah so that's on the ps5 and the ps4 roller dome is ps5 and ps4 that game's already and, on game pass oh roller dome is yeah and your last playstation plus game is steel rising just for the ps5 uh so let me see here guys i just have something here for the foam stars so it does say here oh, this is kind of an older kind of thing here but Oh, so yeah, that is brand new game published by Square Enix. So I was wrong on the Ubisoft thing. 
while it does have that Splat Splatoon vibe to it, there are some big differences between its it and the Nintendo colorful multiplayer shooter. There's a big emphasis on manip- manipulating your soapy arsenal to control the battlefield, as you can take advantage by soaking the battlefield in foam. Uh, each character has unique superstar skill to master, and the game will launch with three multiplayer game modes. I think I read these the last time, but that is Smash the Star, Happy Bath Survival, and Rubber Duck Party. So yeah, go check out the foam stars on the PlayStation Plus. Uh, but over here on the Xbox for Game Pass, uh, I just throw a couple of things that are in there uh, significance, but you do have Persona 3 Reloaded, so that is on console and PC Game Pass. And of course, Madden NFL 24, my Niners lost. That sucks. But yeah, go get go get Madden NFL 24. Uh, I believe that is on both PC and console itself, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, over on to the Epic Store. So you get two free games you can go claim those. And Jesus, once you get your Steam Deck, man, you can just add Epic games over to the non non Steam games and play your Epic games over there, uh, along with your GOG stuff. But you are first getting the Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Jesus, you want to know what you nice. get with Plus? What do you, you want to know what plus? you get I, with the Plus? I know. I kind of know what you get with the regular because I played it. I remember but, you talked about well, that, but what? I... What do I get with Plus, though? Yeah, wasn't that the one that you had, like, wasn't it like a dating simulator thing where, like, That's you're in school with, with, with all the school, the school girls, yeah. but they're all, like, they're all, like, murder, suicidal and shit, like, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I remember that one. That was So with game. Plus, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, here's the oh. new features. You're getting six new side stories about friendship and literature. Uh, oh. that's, that's a lot of hours of content right there. Six new type stories. You get 100 plus unlockable images, including Ooh. new art, wallpaper, never before seen sketches, concept sketches, and more. Is that the one total? where, uh, yeah, that's the one where you unlock the photos, right? Of the chicks. Yeah. As you, the more like you play and the more they, they like send you photos or something or some weird fucking shit. Yeah, so you do yeah, get 26 music tracks. You get 13 new unlockable songs by Nikki Kaler, plus special guest Jason Hayes and Azuri Sky. A built-in DDLC music player to unwind with your favorite songs in a custom playlist or loop a single track forever. It's up to you. Also, you get a high-fidelity visual upgrade with all artwork now in full HD 1080p. Mayo, do you want to meet the new literature club? No, I'm good. Say Yori. That's your childhood friend. You also get Natsuki. Uh, she tries to act tough, but her cuteness can make it hard for her to take you seriously. Yuri, Yuri's the quiet bookworm, reserves her passionate side <laughs> for those who can more deeply understand her, her enigmatic mind. And last, Monica. Monica, actually. That's the superstar president of the Literature Club. She will keep you on track for the perfect ending, Mayo. So this is all free. This is all free on Epic, guys. Go get that. And your last Epic game is Lost Castle. So I believe that is a... Uh, what does that game remind me of? I can't think of it, but Lost it's like a little Castle? RPG. To, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of... Um, I, I own this game on Steam. It kind of reminds me of uh, Castle. I know Clans. what you're going to... Yes, I was just going to say, like, Kyle, really, my son really liked that game a lot. Looks like a, yeah, Castle Crasher style type game. Little RPG beat him up. Hacker Slasher. That's all we have, guys. Nice. All right. 
Well, we done. We done. We're done. Go find me, guys. Go find me over on Xbox and Steam and you play and all that stuff under gamer tag Gunny Chief and still playing some games over on the PS4, uh, the PS4 Pro HGP underscore Gunny. Where do we find you, Mayo? Oh, you're going to find me everywhere as the Mayo on Steam, Discord, PS5, Xbox, all that fun stuff. Oh, I do have to throw out there a quick Jesus. Um, uh, Jay, our, our big Sony guy who's always listening, and he, he messaged me the other day and he got himself a, built himself a PC on his own the other day. And oh, nice. He he's already in the Discord, so I need to tell him he needs to get in there and hop on with us sometimes, and you know. But uh, yeah, he built his first PC by himself, and he put a forty sixty Ti in it, I believe. And uh, he said it went together really well, and he thought it was really cool building his own PC. And you know, he's ready to go from there. He just activated Windows. I kind of helped him with that, and uh, he's ready to start gaming on the PC side of things now with his PS Five. Nice. Awesome! Hell yeah! All right, then. Where are you at, Jesus? Yeah, you know how to find me. Find me on everything at Jesus Box Block. I'll be uh, probably for sure playing Call of Duty. That bad Call of Duty name? What kind of name is that? (laughs) (laughs) People people give me shit a lot for it, dude. I don't even know. Like, like, if I suck, people give me shit for sucking. If I'm good, people give me shit for being good. Can you be more specific next time, Jesus? When you say Call of Duty, you are referring to... What Call game? of Duty. Yeah, Not which one, man? Not everybody knows. Nobody, nobody's playing... What do you think I'm playing fucking... What do you think I'm playing Black Ops 1? I mean... Maybe yeah. you could be playing Black Ops 1 or, or World of War. Modern Warfare 3, bro. There you I go. everybody, when they just say Call of Duty, Gunny, they just mean the newest one. Like, I don't know. He could be playing Warzone, man. He could be playing not, mobile Call of Duty. I don't know. playing more mobile Call of Duty. He could be playing on his phone. We don't even know. But yeah, find me on everything. She's just watched. I'll be playing some more games. I'll definitely want to get in and check some more. Uh, I want to get into Starfield. I want to give it another chance. But I don't what are you going to do? Are you going to start from the beginning or just go from your last save? Uh, uh, I don't want to start. Are you going to focus on the story? Or are you going to get sidetracked? What's up? What's your plan? I just, I really, the way I was playing that game before is I never had a plan. I, I just did whatever. That's what I did. Yeah, like it, it ended me up in some weird situations where I was fucked. Sometimes I couldn't like, like, like I was fighting people that were way over like my shit. But I mean, maybe that's the best way to play. I don't know. I mean, that's how I played Skyrim and shit. I, I literally do whatever I wanted. I just like, oh, that looks cool. Let's go check this out. And then I end up getting lost for three hours. That, that's what I do at Baldur's Gate. Like I get into Baldur's Gate. Like the other night I played and I started at like two in the morning. And next thing I know, it was like. 5 30 in the morning i'm going damn i should go to bed you know i just got <laughs> lost in this little side quest that i was doing it was not wasn't even important yeah well we'll see maybe maybe i'll find something fun to do in starfield i don't know anyways please stop wrestle sprouts we'll catch you on the next edition of the horrible gamers podcast the post xbox business plan edition okay the we'll know the plans we'll, we'll know the plans by then phil will come out on stage and he will lay out the plans what if he says, oh, I have no plans. I'm just going to announce that I'm retiring. And uh, the lady here has all the plans. I'm out, guys. Bye. Today's my what last if, day. Yeah, what if he did that, man? I, wouldn't, I mean, Sarah Bond is eventually taking over, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if he says, fuck it. This is it. I'm done. I've made what Game Pass. What if takes, comes over and says, I'm taking over? No, I, I think she's taking over. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, we're out of here. Bye. Bye.
Bye. See ya.